All right, what's up, guys? It is the Robin Slim Show. It How's is, everybody doing today? What, Wednesday, October 8th, 2014. It's my oldest son, Ewan's birthday. He's seven. Happy birthday, Ewan. Yep, happy birthday to Ewan. Yeah, happy buddy. birthday, buddy. They grow up quick, huh? They do, man. It's crazy. And he's been, uh, they have, you know, uh, I don't know if you know, but nowadays they have like a color, a color code. They send you home, I guess, whatever color you were that day. If you're green, you were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're yellow, I guess it was kind of bad. And red is, you were horrible. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, like a, a terror. t-shirt like, or something? Every you... day it's like a sticker or something. Oh, a sticker. Like, or something in their, in their folder. They get a folder to take home. And he got the red the other day. Um, my ex-wife told me um, at least a couple weeks ago now, his new thing is that he, uh, he'll leave his homework at school thinking he won't have to do it. <laughs> if he doesn't bring it home, is kind of smart, I guess. It's fucking funny, but I guess his teacher the other day uh, found it in the back of his desk, his homework for that night, all crumpled up, just in the back corner of his desk, so he got the red. <laughs> Do they write anything? Like, I never even heard of this. Do they, like, tell you, they, like, write down, like, a note and give him a sticker? Is the sticker Look, just for the kid? Like, the sticker, it... like, tells you, I guess, how your kid was that day, and then I guess if they're Weird, bad, man. there's, like, a love letter that tells you what, what they did and all that. But we used so. to just get like like you know a note sent home and that yeah, was about it. but got our wieners pinched, oh, uh, <laughs> really hard on like the tip by like Lee press on nails. Are both are both uh, William and you and like close in age or? Yeah, they're like ten months apart, so they're in the same grade. And last year William had a lot of trouble, and was just not behaving in school and all that. Uh, and last year Ewan was doing amazing, and this year it's it's completely turn around. William's doing better than Ewan and uh, <laughs> Ewan, but he's going for uh, extra help, so that's good because uh, last year I almost asked the school if they had like an extra help program he could go to. What What is that, that nowadays? Is that just <clears throat> like they put an extra teacher in the class with him? or He stays that... after like uh, two days a week. He stays for like a half an hour, I think. Oh, okay. And, and whatever his teacher is, they Whatever he needs help on, yeah, they, right. work, they work with him on that. And, but, yeah, so, but it'll be, be alright. It's cool, man. I never heard that sticker thing. That's where. Yeah, that's new. I only heard about it, you know, from them and Kim's kids. They they had that too in elementary school. Huh. All right. So anyway, we opened up uh, with Pepper, give it up. Which Rob, you never said. You said you never heard that song. No. I, actually, I like Pepper. They're kind of like a reggae type band. Uh, that's not my favorite song from <clears> them, but that's like their most well known song. Yeah. But the reason we <clears throat> chose that is because we're about to talk about. Uh, a guy named Sam Pepper. Sam Pepper. And we were trying to figure out what song would go best. And I thought, you know, hey, it's a band Pepper. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. A song about <laughs> sex. So it kind of works for the story. Well, what Sam Pepper is... Um, Sweet boy. He was a uh, he was actually a contestant. <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but he was a contestant in Big Brother. Oh. In the UK Big Brother. And he's also a famous YouTuber who does, like, uh, pranks. And uh, a lot of his pranks, uh, people kind of say that they're sexual assault. And the one he did recently... He had like a fake hand, and he was going around grab like. Oh, I thought it was his own hand. No, it's a fake hand. Oh. I actually had the video. I figured it's short. We can uh, watch it, and you know, judge yeah. for ourselves this what we think about this. So, but he is think. really like I mean, from what I've seen in him, he is a little creepy. He's a complete he's schmuck, this guy. Fucking weird, dude. <laughs> like, and his hair is delightful. Uh, he's got <laughs> yeah. good hair. Holy Christ. It's like a virgin, bro. Pretty sure he's gotta be. Excuse me, sorry to bother you. Do you know where the Apple store is? A fag. Like, I, was, I don't know if it's that way or. I don't know, I'm not really from here. What the hell? I think. What the fuck? Did no. you just. <laughs> oh my god. What happened? I don't know. What the fuck? 
I'm that little lady pinched her palm. Anyway, nice to meet you. Oh my god. Oh, it was a fake hand. What's the real one? What's going on? She's laughing. It seems like she's laughing about it. I mean, but you can't even see the fake hand. What happened? I think it's his real hand, dude. I think he just made up the story that it's a fake hand. Yeah, like you started the video out with showing it was a fake hand. You're probably right. How far? Like, is it like all the way down there? His sleeve's just in the pocket of the sweatshirt of the hoodie. And his real hand is behind. You see it moving, like he just walked past me, just grabbed it. Dude, and he's got like the sleaziest sounding accent too. Like, down there or is it up that way? You just head down this way. Oh, those girls were totally eating it up. It's not funny though. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's it really funny. not. Yeah. It really is I fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand how it's a prank. Hey. And that doesn't look The audience, well, the yeah. British audience loves it so. Yeah, this is their kind of humor, I guess. They tear that shit up. I don't, no, I don't that, think so. I think it's him. Look at him, he looks suspicious. Did you just I... pinch her bum? No. Okay. Anyway, have a I'm good really day. surprised none oh, of these girls help. are like slapping yeah, the shit out of him, you know? Like, well, you gotta figure he edited it, so he probably cut out anything that was bad. Yeah, he's, he had to have gotten the shit beat out of him there. Be more funny! Okay, I, I think it was. Yeah. I think it's down there. Okay, so like a bit further down there, and then. I've seen enough. Yeah, it's just really nothing more to it. it is, it's, first of all, it's a stupid video. You can't really call it a prank because it's not like a prank is like, uh, you know, uh, pooping in somebody's book bag or something. That's like a prank. But, you know, fucking grabbing somebody's uh, yeah, ass is more it's like sexual assault. Funny, though. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> fucking creepy but anyway so creepy. i guess a after this video had came out uh the internet kind of like uh, blew up about it and <clears throat> then all these girls started coming out uh posting videos saying that sam pepper assaulted them now i had the one i don't know if you wanted to watch uh the one that we watched earlier if you wanted to what watch like, the, the best one it? i uh a bunch of them I couldn't take more than uh, <laughs> yeah. a minute of, and they were like 20 minutes. Well, I had this one. This one, <laughs> this one was the most bearable, even though she's still horrible, but I the, think that was the best The way one. it worked is the first one that came out was a girl that stayed anonymous, and then after that anominous? it was anonymous. Oh, yeah, I got some Anomina. That, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that stayed anonymous or whatever, and then uh, she like she didn't show her face or her name or anything like that, anonymous. and then after that are the, all these girls came out that actually, you know, are like youtubers like they have established youtube channels and these videos are getting a shitload of hits so i don't know i mean i'm sure sam pepper does seem like a real scumbag and i wouldn't put it past him but i kind of feel like some of these videos might be girls just you know trying to get youtube hits because i mean this video yeah. alone has 147,000 hits which is probably more than any other of our other videos but uh well how did it start though who's the first one that what were they just complaining about him uh, well, what happened first is the, his video, his prank video, mm. that came out first, and then there's this one YouTuber who I guess is a feminist, her name is, like, Lucia Green. Okay. Uh, she made a video basically saying that girls have been approaching her and t saying that Sam Pepper assaulted them, and then yeah. right after she posted that video, that one, uh... there was an anonymous girl that came out. Am I saying that wrong? Anonymous. 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 I don't know. Still wrong. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Which is, uh, can I talk about that real quick?
I guess if you want to do Slim, derail it. Slim's alcohol was... I thought alcohol was what impaired your, your speech. <laughs> Last week you said that you were in that program, that One Beer Queer Anonymous. <laughs> but you didn't drink last week. Yeah, and no, you still, at the end of the show, we had this. We had this. Live on the Robin Show Slim. Live debut. Live on the Robin no, Show Slim. <laughs> well, that's different than mis I know, mixing up words. But, but yeah, that's still, a little bit of a world, word scramble. But I thought your mind was all clear and you were. No. You were a whole up. new. Whole well, new I'm more focused without the alcohol, but, but that then doesn't mean that every my now words and then are right. still get, yeah. <laughs> I still have a terrible language. Robin shows there. There's there's a lot of, there's a lot of words that I can't pronounce correctly. Yeah. So like idea, Show, like Rob, ideal. Um, yeah, yeah so we'll put them in order. Ideal. <laughs> ideal or anonymous library. So uh, wait, anonymous. what did the anonymous bitch say? She said she basically said that like uh, Sam Pepper showed up at like a cafe that she worked at and he wanted lure, her number. Did she like lure her into his house? His yeah, when he, oh, and he molested her. High rise. Or did he rape her? Apartment. She was trying to say, I guess, that he raped her. He, like, she said that he like mauled her ass or something like that. Like he he basically was he went into his room and said, I'll, I'll be in the room. Come when you're ready. And she didn't know what to do. She was all nervous. She went in there, and he, like, grabbed her ass, and she kept saying no, no, and then he just, like, fucked her in the ass. Wow. And that's that's what, you know, she said. Yeah. Which might have been, like, that one looked legit. She says she had, like, police reports and stuff. All the other ones, I don't know if they're just for YouTube hits. But or is she another right. one? Is she, like, another YouTuber or no? No, she, oh, okay. she's not. Just she just has that, that one video, video, and that's it. And all she right. doesn't show her face or reveal anything oh. about her. Um, but then after her, a bunch of other, you know, girls that do have like established YouTube channels came out. Yeah. Th this was one of them. We can watch a little bit of this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Annie. So I'm generally not one to ride the coattails of trending subjects. And of course not. Oh, but I think you are. There's a current big situation that She's I much better have than personal this. experience with. I'm sure as many of you already know the whole Sam Pepper incident with Sam him. Pekka. No, these chicks are just eating this up. Girls, and then girls have come out saying that he's raped them. Or I thought it was funny that they all have ads in front of them, too. They're just trying to make money off They're all making money off of the videos. Hey, if you're going to get that many hits, you might as well make some money off of it. Might as well, man. In essence, that makes them just as disgusting as... You know, sand. Is that sand even legal? If you're, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. It's is it legal bad. to make like allegations and to make money off of the allegations? I, it's not really. I legal. guess People it's not illegal, but yeah. yeah. Raped by Sam Pepper, but I definitely had an incident that was hands down sexual assault. So about a year and a half Wait, ago, so I would say before he officially lived here. We were What's that? Wait, so she's saying. She wasn't raped by him, but no, then she he, got he sexually assaulted her. Sexually assault, yeah. Yeah. We're both invited to this karaoke thing at a bar, and everyone went, and blah, 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 blah. I'm, for one, not subscribed to any British YouTubers, so I didn't know who he was at the time. All I know is Sam Pepper, some I didn't know British who he was YouTuber. until the story broke. I didn't know him. Mm. Anyways. So, I didn't drive there because I drank a little bit. I wasn't like all over a turn to yeah, I, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had house. my shit muted, so I didn't think it was going to do anything. At. So we got back to the house, and he was like, oh, you can sleep in my bed because the couches were all taken, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I didn't think anything of it. I, for one, love to cuddle. I'll cuddle oh, with anyone. Do ya. Anytime a guy says you can sleep in my bed, doesn't mean he wants oh, to just cuddle. This like, is true. Yeah. I thought this was a joke. Somebody just posted, new Ghostbusters film will have an all-female cast. That's shit. 
Yeah, I saw shit. that. I heard of that. What the new Go- Ghostbusters? The Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I knew they were been writing female. one, but fe- all female. Fuck that. Yeah, no one's gonna see that. Movie. Sorry for derailing this intriguing <laughs> video. So what's gonna happen? Is she gonna tell us what happened with the Pekka? With she Pekka? is. Well, she she said she went to his house. They yeah. were hanging out. And uh, she didn't have anywhere to sleep, and he was like, "Oh, oh you can sleep in my bedroom." Yeah, yeah, she's a cuddler. She cuddles with the uh, girls. A anybody? She's a serial cuddler. Cuddle with my cuddle with my parents. I love to cuddle, and you Ew. admit that you love to cuddle. <laughs> I cuddle with my parents. I don't cuddle with so a dude. That's uh, all my intentions ever are. I do not hook up with guys. I've never been oh, no. with those girls. Oh so, yeah. yeah, nice girl, nice family. She's a hooah. My fair share of cuddling. Um, you know. <laughs> it didn't seem like that sketchy of a situation. Oh, anyway, that's so I go up in his fine. room, and for a while, we were just like hanging out. He was definitely being aggressive with his flirting. I thought it was really weird. He's really sarcastic and kind of rude, but it was like flirting rude, like, oh, I don't like you, you're icky, but oh, come here, like, oh, let me put my arm around you. And then oh. after a while, he starts <laughs> oh, like man. trying to like make out with me and eat my face. And I was like, like a, stop it. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking uh, chewed a chunk out of her cheekbone. Went all like alien so style. So he gets all up on me and tries to make out oh, with yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Me, which I was not wait, into. Hey, just pause it. All up on me. <laughs> he got all up on her. All up on it. Why is my computer this slow? Should be, should be fine. Should be good to go in three, two, one. <laughs> I thought it was like still some really weird, like, like, I don't know, flirting that he had going on, but I was really creeped out by him and I kept like Hold pushing on. him off. So she thought that he, ju- he jumped on top of her and she's like, oh, I just thought he was still flirting when he was on top of me and grinding <laughs> against me. I didn't think he wanted sex or anything. He was just flirting. Wow. Just had a cuddle boner? <laughs> he had a cuddle boner. <laughs> That's fine for cuddle like, buddies, I guess. He thought it was like a game or something. And Raging I was like, cuddle boner. And this is gross. Cuddle rape. Yeah, he pulls oh. his penis out and starts <laughs> to put it on me. He was trying starts, to put it on her. Um, I don't even like this word. Trying to... Crank it? <laughs> what, bitch? He starts... Uh, Playing with himself. And there you like, go. Oh god, he was jerking his jerking. He was cuddle jerking. Me, like, he was masturbating on top of her. The cuddle cranker. Like, the cuddle wanking. You, you, you get what I'm saying, right? I just, I don't yeah, I, I, you get what you're saying, you stupid <laughs> bitch. You, got yeah. cuddle you just said he was cranking <laughs> one out. Like, Alright, that's enough. Rubbing it on you. <laughs> he rubbed one Anything off on else? her. Well, you know. Rubbed one off on her new dress. I, I did have something on this story. Dude, uh, I don't know if I sent you guys the link, but uh, your friend Pete. Oh God! Uh, that Frankie Tube Steaks. No, he, he man. fucking sent me an email today. He had an incident with the Sam Pe- <laughs> Pepper guy, and uh, he got kicked off of YouTube uh, a couple years ago or something. I don't know what for. He didn't really go into it, but from my you know journalistic integrity, I told him I'd get the story out there. <laughs> I uploaded it to YouTube earlier today. He had a a video about Sam Pepper. I hadn't heard about this video. I, I, yeah, I, didn't, I was pretty shocked. Some crazy shit he said yes. went down. Did you have did you put it in the, the video? Uh, no, I, I don't think I did. I, I Let me see. Um, blah, blah, blah. Did you post it on our Facebook page? No. It's on the YouTube? Yes. All right, I'll get it from the YouTube. That's what I... 
I, I, I don't even have it open. Blah, blah, We're ready blah. for everything here at the uh, Robin yeah. Slim show. I figured, <laughs> I figured you had everything like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm used. To, uh, I forgot. I'm used to like when you do stuff like that. I'm used to you just playing it. Yeah, but it's, it's a video, like so. Yeah, I know. I forgot. <clears throat> you want me there to send is. you? You got it. Yeah, okay. Got it. So yeah, this is Frankie Tube Steaks. His version <laughs> of what happened with him when he met Sam Pepper, <laughs> and it is fucking. It's crazy. Oh, wait, Sam. <laughs> oh, he's got ads, too? What the oh, fuck, man. Well, I actually uploaded it for him, and I figured with these other people making money off of it, why not us? Why not us? Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. This is uh, Frankie Tube Steaks, and I want to talk to you about this uh, Sam Pepper cocksucker guy who uh, raped me. <clears throat> he raped me. A week ago, uh, I was on vacation in England or something, and I was at a magazine stand. Looking at playgirls, uh, playboys, <laughs> and uh, this cocksucker came up from behind me and jammed his uh, knuckle deep in the ass crack of my pants. Wow! So I was like, what, what the fuck, cocksucker? Well, what are you doing? Jesus and he was like, oh, Christ. it's just a prank. It's okay. I'm Sam Pepper. And I was like, oh, okay. You want to hang out? And he was like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Makes sense. And, like, yeah. and he texted me directions to his apartment. When I got over there, nice the door was unlocked. So I let myself in. I was like, Sam, I'm here. And then he said from another room that his dog had gotten out. As I ran, as it ran into the living room, the dog, I bent over to grab it, and that's when he raped me in the asshole. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what to do. He was giving my asshole, you know, my balloon knot, a good rod for him, and mushing my face, just mushing my face in the car. That is what the Brits call uh, it, though. The living room that smelled like good Rogers. Uh, a balloon and knot. I still oh. have third degree blood burns all over my forehead and cheeks from it. He's that's even why wearing a bumblebee mask. I gotta wear the mask, my doctor said. So that's that's why, cocksuckers. So uh, <laughs> then, you know, then he told me it wasn't gay if I pushed back as hard as I could. So I, I believed him. I think that cocksucker lied to me. I think he fucking lied. <laughs> not cool. Not, not cool, Sam Pepper. Then, then then he did another so dirty fun. trick, the dirtiest trick of that's all. That's rude. You know. He, he he pulled out, I guess it was one of his pranks, you know, he pulled out and he spit on my back. <laughs> I thought he was finished. And when, and when I turned around, he, a, geyser, a geyser full of cum just shot me shot me right in the face. <laughs> wow. Nostrils, mouth, everything. Fucked was just up. everywhere, my ear, everything. <laughs> it, it, it was disgusting. And, and then he wiped his shitty dick all over my face. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Jesus out, Christ. You know. And I was sitting, I was laying there crying for like eight hours, eight, eight or nine hours, I'd say, not not that long. And, uh, you know, then I finally long. got the strength. I, I called the police. I don't think we should be laughing at there, this. You know, no, they saw my comedy parts, my like really shit rug-burned face, yeah, I'm and my rug burn. Wait, I go and back, you saw him at the cops, uh, checking him out. That's where he belongs. Wait, what did he say about the cops again? I, I, I didn't really hear. What was that? What is, what what is that? Why is that us? Oh, you might, you might just skip to the next video. Oh, we got like a fancy like channel now or something. So I guess just click back in your browser. There we go. Yeah, maybe go to like the last couple. Everything. Not that long. And uh, you know, then I finally got the strength. I called the police, and when they got there, you know, they saw my cummy farts, my rug burned face, and my raped asshole. Wow! They arrested the cocksucker. Well, so they got the, the guy. over in the Britain check people's assholes. <laughs> that must be what they do. They measure it. And then they measure the dick, too. And if it matches, he's guilty. Sorry. This is stupid YouTube. Why does it have to be automatic play? There's got to be a, a way to uh, stop that. No, there shouldn't be. No, people should just a... automatically watch our next video. 
After that, what, what else would... I don't know. How many views does uh, that, that Frankie... I don't know. I, I didn't see... Uh, I could check, though. Jesus Christ, Frankie. He's, he's uh... that, that What did the other one have? Like 300,000 views? Yeah. I think Frankie's is, is going to uh, get up yeah. there. I think it I, will. That was Maybe pretty, 80 or 90. That was some hard stuff, man. I views. actually feel bad about poor that. frankie I mean, you know, you he's, know uh, i know he's been through a lot I, man i wondered why i hadn't heard from him in like uh, a sam pepper's a real douchebag he is him. if that's what he does to friends of pete i'm fucking pissed <laughs> off i'm pissed off and uh, i hope he gets what's coming to him or did well frankie said he was arrested right so i, I guess yeah something oh, like that no way, like and then in the email he sent me that video and he said the joke's the joke's on Sam Pepper because, you know, Frankie's not gay, so... <laughs> I mean, that, that's a really good point. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Oh, Sam Pepper. Oh, Frankie Tube Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> you adventurous motherfucker. <laughs> what else is going on in the news, in the world? Well, the, the we had the, uh, the, that Brooklyn t-shirt. I sent you the link to it. <clears throat> yeah. The, uh, it was a Brooklyn t-shirt accused of kidnapping, engaging in sex acts with female students. He, he is the vilest pervert teacher New York has ever seen. Sex-crazed Brooklyn educator had intercourse with several female students, took them to sex clubs and nude beaches, My and handed out straight A's to the girl he was sleeping with, prosecutors said Tuesday. The debauchery of Sean Shanak, 44, came to light after math and physics teachers at Brooklyn uh, High School was charged in August with sending a picture of his private parts to a 16-year-old student. But that was only the beginning of the lurid misdeeds Prosecutors accuse the divorced father of a nine-year-old daughter of carrying out. They include taking a 15-year-old to the nude beach in New Jersey without permission, playing with, wait, and plying her with vodka, tequila, whiskey, until she passed out in his home. Holy fuck. What a, wow. what a scumbag. Exchanging uh, some 10,000 texts with the same girl, which he asked her to participate in lesbian sex with another student. Holy And shit. told her about his experience with a menage, menage trois, menage trois? And gay sex. Wow. Giving wow. another student perfect grades regardless of the fact that she did not do any assignments and left test blank. For forcing himself on an 18-year-old, on that 18-year-old student when she resisted his attempt at intercourse. That's called rape. Yeah. Car <laughs> rape, rapey, rape, rape, I rape, think, rape. in New York. <laughs> Down here, it's only rape, rapey, rape. But in New York, it's rape, rapey, rape, rape, rape. Carrying rape, on rape, a four-month sexual relationship with yet another teen, which included a trip out of state to a gay-themed sex club what? where she watched him getting serviced by other men. Wow. Taking that student on what prosecutors describe as a terror ride from Queens to Brooklyn that ended with her hiding in bushes and her teacher screaming and banging on his car. He threatened to tell her parents. There's more. Sending, sending full frontal photos of two, four students, two of whom were minors, and uh, storing an extensive library of porn pornography on his computer, which included bestiality, <laughs> sex acts between humans and dogs, horses and goats. What the fuck, I, I'm, just, I, I'm, picturing, I'm picturing this guy looking exactly like Christian Bale in American Psycho. <laughs> God, that's fucking crazy, man. That's what a nuts. scumbag. Yeah, he's fucked up, man. He's a shit. It's those kids, like, he was giving those kids a lot of shit that they could have used against him. Like, that girl that he took to the gay club, she could have just pulled out her phone and started filming him getting a blowjob. What a fucking dude. wacko, what man. Holy shit. Yeah. Homo-queersicle. I think that's the <laughs> medical term for them, for when a teacher does that. Yeah, that's... Uh, wow. <laughs> a lot of shit. What a, what a douchebag. 
I like that new uh, prophylactic. Is that what they call it? Prophylactic? What's that? The uh, the scroll guard? So, yeah, to protect against <laughs> oh, yeah. SMEs. Oh, the, uh, that was, yeah, that was a delightful. Yeah, you think any of these guys wore one of these when they <laughs> were uh, committing the their sex I was, I was wondering <laughs> that if the teacher wore this, if, it, if he would have gotten away with it, maybe. <laughs> he he wouldn't have left any uh, Frank, denah, DNA. Frankie told me he uh, had one on when he went to... <laughs> the scroll guard is... Oh, like, when he went to London, right? <laughs> yeah, when he went to London. He was is that wearing... why he wanted it? I think he wanted Slim's credit card because I think they had a deal on the website... <laughs> For like ten of them, for like ninety dollars, <laughs> and Slim lent him the ninety dollars. <laughs> well, a yeah, good I guess, I guess the scroll guard. guard is to offer you, you know, extra pro protection when the condom is just not enough. But uh, here's so, the yeah. What is this piece of it's shit? Got a legal, it's even got a legal disclaimer. Yeah, it's legit. Too legit to quit. Oh yeah. You're getting ready to have a blast. But Literally. You're not sure about someone's sexual past. Part of the skin of your genital area has a cover. This is when an economy is just still not enough. to your lover. Not anymore. Now, there's Scroguard, the powerful new product that you can wear with any condom. The secret is the high-quality uh, latex. Latex? How hot is that going to be? Your genital it's area. like latex <laughs> underwear. It's like latex like underwear. Skin. <laughs> Just fasten any two buttons securely into place. Imagine all the when you're sweat. Ready. Tuck the condom into the. Can you just stick your dick out of your boxers and have like the same effect? Someone new? Really? Pretty much. I think you'd be better off. Your pocket, so you can carry it with you wherever you. How is a condom not enough? You what's the juice gonna trickle off the condom into your dick? What's, what's any so woman gonna do when she takes your pants off and you're wearing one of these things? Did you see that? They just said that you can you can wear it before you go out, so that like you know you're you don't have to put it on when she takes your pants off. You already have it on. Could you imagine a girl's reaction? You gotta love this cheap just latex underwear. You gotta love this cheap Korean computer graphics that they're using. They couldn't get real actors to do it. Scroguard is disposable. Scroguard, Humphrey Scroguard. So you can stay clean every time. And shipping is discreet so that your privacy is protected. It's fucking retarded. This product is not available <laughs> oh, yeah. in stores. So visit scroguard.com to www.scroguard.com. Comes in Magnum. I thought Scroguard. the site was a joke, but it's because real. Because protection did is you, everything. Did you see that? The last picture they have of it? The guy's Make actually sure wearing boxers yours. over the Scroguard. No. Scroguard. Because <laughs> protection. Because it's just not, not everything. The Scroguard uh, itself isn't even enough protection that you got to wear boxers over the Scroguard. <laughs> they have a, a toll free number. It's 1 888 607 9496. We should call them, but uh, they're closed. They close at 5. We can leave them a message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah. All I don't right. know. What, uh, what how much are they, though? Uh, yeah, that's it. They got, well, you can get one Scroguard for $19.99. <laughs> Plus shipping and handling. You can buy three. Why would you fuck? Shouldn't you just watch the fucking thing? Three of them for forty nine ninety nine. Was this or uh, six of them for eighty nine ninety nine? Did they test this product on uh, well, you they, know lab monkeys? There's an they, FAQ. Uh, Let's see what the FAQ is. Does it stop is. Uh, Ebola? <laughs> does it stop Ebola? I had that last week for a few days. That was fucking rough. <laughs> Let me see. I'm actually curious to what's in the uh, FAQ with the scroll guard, scroll guard, whatever the fuck it's called. How it works. FAQ. Frequently asked questions. Are they, there's a lot of questions? What I, I is guess people guard? are always wondering about the scroll guard. What are the pants made of? Uh, 
How do I? Oh, I like on? the options. Can I throw it away if the use? Uh, apply soap to lukewarm water and uh, to wash the scrub guard. Don't scrub it. Doing that might damage the latex. Rinse it thoroughly. Pat dry with a cloth and hang it up at air dry room temperature, out of direct sunlight. Optional. Add some baby powder to prevent prevent it from sticking. Store in a dark, cool place. This just sounds like a waste. Like nobody has time for this. Ridiculous. Here's a how, how do I put on the scroll guard? Uh, before sex, put on scroll guard. Fasten any two buttons securely into place. Ugh. Step two. When ready, put on put on a condom as you normally do, being sure to tuck the base of the condom inside the scroll guard. And step three. Make love. After <laughs> wow. <laughs> after after sex, unfasten the two buttons of scroll guard and remove. Then pull the condom off. Like you need that in depth of directions. Like people are dumb; they don't even know how to take the damn thing off after you put it on. You need you need the three steps. Fucking dumb idiots. You need to also know that after you put on the condom, you can then make love. <clears throat> there you go. Well, that's it about they, the scroll guard. They they explain it, it all. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about these two that uh, were caught having sex with like a 16-year-old. They're two t-shirts. One, the one on the left, I think, is uh, like 34, and the other one is 24. With a 16-year-old, like why? Oh, 32. Why? No, but I don't know. I guess student. He, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, it says uh, two female Louisiana high school teachers have been arrested on suspicion of um, engaging in group sex with a 16-year-old male wow. student. I'm, I'm sure who, that who then bragged the cr to classmates. Authority said. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I'm sure, they always do. I'm sure that boy wasn't gonna be like, please don't stop, as they were like pulling his dick out. It's like the same story every time. <laughs> the kids just brag, and then some other asshole, jealous or whatever, you know, tells. So. If you do that, just don't tell anybody. It says the one teacher also is accused of having sex with the student at her home in Mott's about 20 uh, miles west of New Orleans. She's actually kind of cute, too. I do. Mm. How do you get two fucking hot t-shirts? Well, they, the, the one on the left is kind of eh. Eh, I'd, I'd still... A little. No. That's still usually when you see these cases, though. The teachers are, like, monster-looking. <laughs> um, if this was two male t-shirts and a female student, the community would be outraged. It should have the same outrage for this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's really no more information on it, but yeah. Ah. I guess he was like really good. Nah, if you, just, uh, oh, think maybe. About it. if you guys were 16 and those two grabbed you by the deck, would you would you struggle? Yeah, you you would, would you do like, it. No. Yeah, you would do it. Yeah. But the t but the question is, why did the t-shirts do <laughs> that's it? That's the thing, man. Like, what can especially like that? especially like a good-looking 24-year-old like that. Like she doesn't need to be sleeping with a 16-year-old. Yeah. She could probably get, yeah. Sex from any, you know, good-looking man. Yeah, there's definitely something real seriously man. mentally for wrong man. with these mm. probably sociopaths. But good for that kid, though. <laughs> good for I him. Mean, he's a lucky motherfucker. All right, well, I guess you want to uh, you want to take a break here and uh, figure out what we're doing next? Yeah, that's good. All right. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. we got to give out the number, too. Are we still on? Yeah, we're still on. I, didn't, I was... Call us, call us, 1-609-891-8896, 1-609-891-8896. Look, that kid wore a screw guard while he was doing those t-shirts. <laughs> what if he was raw-dogging it? We could just ad lib for the uh, the next 30 minutes. Well, we're waiting on uh, David Dusak, who on the air last week yeah. said he was going to be here. 
and I've been talking to him throughout the day, and he claims he's on his way, but by the time he gets here, the show's going to be, like, over. We have 13 hilarious and sexist dating tips from 1938. <laughs> oh, really? Or um, 29 smart-ass responses, but I think the sexist, the, the hilarious and sexist dating tips would be good. Oh, yeah. Uh, that That's in the group. Should be, like, right at the top. Love dating tips from the 30s. Yeah, I can only imagine they're what the, these... the only ones that are worth yeah, are worth palms. anything. Yeah, open palms, slap a woman on the ass. Yeah. <laughs> you give her the, the old Sam hey, Pepper. Hey, tots. <laughs> Sam Pepper would have done all right in the 30s. He would. It would have been great. Sam Pepper He wouldn't have had that gay hair. Yeah, no. He, it might have been a little bit query, but not that bad. That shit wouldn't have flew at all. No. My computer's being a little slow. I'm bringing them up right now. <laughs> Is that number one? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So the first one is don't be sentimental or try to get him to say something he doesn't want to by working on his emotions. Men don't like tears, especially in public places. Wow. <laughs> so, so basically, that's just saying don't cry, whore. <laughs> don't. Just keep all your feelings inside you. All your hurt. <laughs> And all your issues. Don't you ever express. <laughs> don't yeah. you ever express anything. Don't make eye contact <laughs> while he's eating. <laughs> I love the picture too. Where yeah, she's like... <laughs> she looks upset. Let me see. Hold on. Let me switch to the, so that the audience can see that. I don't know if I switch to the uh, TV screen. She looks like she's getting upset about something. Just a but... smirk on his face. Too. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see what the next one is. Where the arrows go? <clears throat> I would just click it, maybe, and hope yeah. for the best. Oh, there it is. Ooh. Don't sit in awkward positions and never look bored if you are. Be alert, and if you must chew gum, not advised, do it silently, mouth closed. So these are all tips for the woman? Don't sit in awkward positions. Yeah, th yeah, these are tips for the woman. To keep the man, I guess, happy on a date? Yeah, I guess that's what it sounds like. like What's, a, what's an awkward position? Like I, she is. Like, what is that? She's she's just like uh, she's got one hand above the knee and the other hand like kind of just leaning on her cheek. Yeah, yeah. And the, I guess that the way is the like legs are. That is awkward. True. I gotta chew gum. Don't you chew gum? <laughs> Mouth closed. You're better off just not chewing gum at all then. I guess that's what it says if you must chew gum. Yeah, not advised in parentheses. Parentheses. All right, what's, what's next? <clears throat> Do your dressing in your boulder to keep up to keep your allure. allure? I, 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 was I don't even know what a boudoir is. In your boudoir? Is that? Boudoir? I, I don't even know. Be ready to go when the date arrives. Don't keep him waiting. Greet him with a, a smile. <laughs> and he, I guess he, she's like keeping him waiting by fiddling with her bador. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I have no clue. It's like what a it garter is, belt. I guess the tip there is just you know be ready right away. Don't you know? Yeah. When he gets there, even if he's early, you better be ready. You yeah. better be. These are some good tips. They're still relevant today, so. I I, I thought so. <laughs> okay. That ad's gotta go. I know, I tried clicking it off, I can't, uh... Men don't like girls who borrow their handkerchief and smudge them with lipstick. Makeup in privacy. 
Not where he can see you. So, yeah, be ready. So, basically, don't ask me for my handkerchief, and if you gotta go do your Who makeup. carries a handkerchief? The thing gets all <laughs> soggy. It's well, that was disgusting. A thing. That I was guess a it was a real man thing. In the, thing. In the yeah. 30s, every man needed a handkerchief. My grandfather did too, and I think my dad even carried one for what the What did you use time. them for? Did you like blow your nose on your handkerchief? Yep. That's nasty, man. Yeah. Just a dirty, snotty handkerchief, and you fold it up and put it in your pocket. And I had one as a kid because my dad got it for me, and that's what it was. It was just a wet, nasty, just mucusy handkerchief folded up in your pocket. I wonder how often they watched them or if it just never just like fall asleep with it in your pocket let it all dry out all crusty <laughs> yellowish and brownish yeah nice. so ladies don't ask your man for his handkerchief and don't he wants his boogers on it not your lipstick not your lipstick and when you're fixing your makeup don't do that in front of him come on we don't need to see that makeup's private and yeah. always wear makeup because you're ugly without it yeah <laughs> What's the next tip? These are great. I like these. Uh, Careless woman. Never appeal to gentlemen. Don't talk while dancing. For when a man dance, he wants to dance. <laughs> wow. When a man dances, that man he wants to wants dance. To dance. <laughs> Just... Don't talk. Yeah. Shut your yap. Wow. Shut up. I'm trying to dance. <laughs> You're messing up my step. Fucking did you see what I just did? I was trying to do the one-two step, and I ended up doing a three-step because you had to talk to me. Wow, <laughs> it's fucking horrible, <laughs> horrible. And that that makes her careless if she starts talking to him when, yeah. he's, uh, when he's dancing. <laughs> That's not good manners. <laughs> you careless woman, you! I'm trying to dance. You careless dame. <laughs> You made Look, me stop your she toes. Looks, she looks so happy. She's got like her... What is her hand up like that for? I think it's supposed to be on her shoulder. I don't know why. Because she's talking. Oh, she got to talk oh, with right. her hands. Oh, look how aggravated she's he is. She's a weak woman. Yeah. That's, <laughs> He's just that's so aggravated. <clears throat> Give me back your... Put your hand back on me. Huh. And shut your mouth, woman. It's hot in here. Didn't you read those 30 tips? 13 tips. All right. Let's see what's the next one. Text message. Uh... If you need a... A brassiere. A bra. Wear, wear one. Don't tug at your... Girdle. Girder? What's that? Girdle. What's a girder? Girdle. I, get, I think it's something they wore around their stomach to hide, like, the pooch. <laughs> Pete, it, it would make girdle? their stomach look smaller. Yeah, that kind of like a corset or something? Yeah, yeah that's what it's Rogers called, too, idea. I think. It's something they tie around their stomach and to be, make them look... Be careful. Your stockings skinnier. are not wrinkled. You don't want those wrinkled stockings. Hey, hey you. Hey, there's a wrinkle on your stocking. Stocking. Iron it oh, now. Shit. <laughs> Take those stocking off and iron it. Really? Is that like really? Did, did a guy even notice that? Like I would never notice that. <clears throat> I guess in the 30s when you're walking with your woman, all you would you're look like, for. You just like she's disrespecting you because there's like one little wrinkle on her stocking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're. Kind of crazy, man. Um, don't use the car mirror to fix your makeup. Man, man needs it. Man needs, man it, needs driving. it. And it annoys him very much to have to turn around to see what's behind him. Agreed. <laughs> well, that's it. That's normal. Like you should never, even if it's anything. Like if somebody's driving, you don't go mess around with their mirror. That's just like that's an accident <sighs> waiting to happen. Uh. 
Yeah. And plus, she should know that she should never put her makeup on or fix her makeup in front of her man. That was another one. Yeah, that was earlier. So Yeah. Along with the handkerchief. (laughs) The snotty, dirty handkerchief. Yeah. I don't need a snotty, dirty handkerchief with makeup on it, too, all right? What's next? Don't be familiar with your escort by caressing him in public. No public signs of affection. Any open show of affection is in bad taste. Usually embarrasses or humiliates him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is great. Great advice. I can't, I can't comprehend that one because, like, <clears throat> nowadays you, you think, like, yeah, see, this is my girl. Back then it was just like, this is my dame. <laughs> We don't. We don't people, even brush elbows. People are looking. Look, when the girl touches you, people are all looking at you like, "Wow, he cannot control his woman." Yeah, yeah. That that man is a terrible man. He is not a man. <laughs> he needs to take some courses. <laughs> These are awful. <laughs> terrible. Ready for uh, for a couple more? I guess. All right. <clears throat> We're ready. Like all the way. We might as well keep going. Don't be familiar with the head waiter. Talking about the fun you had with someone else another... Talk about the fun you had with someone else another day. Men deserve, desire your entire attention. So don't talk... What about ordering? I guess the woman couldn't order. The guy had to no, order No, the guy has to order. She can't, like, talk to any of her friends. Uh, could you imagine if they had cell phones back then, man? No. You'd have to take that cell phone away from that woman. She can't be texting. Talking to anybody. They shouldn't have nowadays. So what is it? The guy just gets all like jealous. That's all it is. He was just jealous that she was talking to to the waiter. Yeah. You're supposed to be paying attention to me. And just me. And you ask for another water. It's unacceptable. (laughs) Make eye contact. Don't touch your makeup. And don't you dare ask for my handkerchief again, you whore. (laughs) Wow. I can only imagine what the tips, what like sex tips actually are in bed. (laughs) Don't you dare moan. Don't moan. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. Hey, do not make eye contact. When my penis is in your mouth, you look down. <laughs> I don't think they did that. They didn't do blowjobs? I, I don't think they did blowies. No. Nah. Really? How it was do just you missionary. Live in a world blo- just missionary. But after no, you were married. Somebody had to do blowjobs. You broke that rule. You had to. Unless you were a savage, like a heathen. I don't know, man. When you have a penis, you want to put it in a mouth. That's just a thing. Like, you can't just... There's no way that any man would be like, No, I can't do this. I'm too good for this. I don't think they they even had that invented yet. No, the fucking cavemen invented blowjobs. I'm telling you, like men. Yeah, but they, they the then first, Christianity came in, and then everything got erased. They forgot all that shit. They forgot all the blowjobs. Yeah, you don't forget wanting a blowjob. Just a, it's just a need because you have a penis and you want to stick it in things. So of course you're gonna think, you know, you know, I could stick it into that fire, I could stick it into that doorknob, or I could stick it in that pretty woman's mouth. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't believe that there was never ever a time without blowjobs. Maybe it was like a, underground. The people on the ground were the only ones that did the blowjobs. The speakeasies. Back then. Uh, the speakeasies. I don't know. <laughs> they were getting blowjobs. We'll have in the to research this. I will. All right. What, what else we got? Don't talk about clothes or try to describe your new gown to a man. Please, uh, what? 
Please, Please unflatter, unflatter your, your date. date by talking about the things he wants to talk about. <laughs> Sound advice. <laughs> Bitch, I don't care about your new shoes. Let's talk about that football game. All right, back then in the 30s, what do they have? What do they talk about? What do men talk Horses about? Horses and... Whiskey. Yeah. Talk about uh, whiskey. Let's talk about the cigar. Uh, what are those things you put in your pocket with the alcohol in them? Uh, flasks. The flask. They talked about oh. flasks and pocket watches. You're not allowed to smoke this cigar, but I want you to talk to me about this cigar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was she allowed to wear a hat like that? I, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know, but this is the, like, she's the bad girl. She's breaking all the rules. She's, like, the example, so maybe they weren't allowed to wear hats like that. I thought that was all right. I thought that's all they had. Yeah. All right, what else? We got two more, three more. Don't be conspicuous when talking to another man. Also, don't get caught. She's tussling the guy uh, behind <laughs> yes, her's hair. Yes. I love the, the look diner. On, the, on her boyfriend's face. God <laughs> damn it. She, she, <laughs> He's he's just trying to enjoy Maud. his he's just trying to enjoy his meal and this girl leans over and starts brush, I'm not paying for this on his hair. <laughs> the last straw to pass out is uh wait the last straw is to pass out from too much liquor. Chances are your date will never call you again or just have his way with you <laughs> and never call you again. again. I don't know what happened to the arrows again. I think the Is that list... Windows 8? Yeah. Windows That's 8 good. sucks. Oh, there we go. Alright, here we go. Don't drink too much, as a man expects you to keep your dignity all evening. Drinking may make some girls seem clever, but most get silly. <laughs> most you hear that, ladies? Silly drunks. You're, you're not clever the more you drink. You just get silly. Only the man is. He's the <laughs> when cleverest. You're, when you're out on a date, do not... Do not drink much. Have one drink. Not even one drink. Have like half a drink. Especially if Just you're all lightweight. It. Just sniff it. But the man, he can drink as much as he wants. All night and, long. And he's also going to be the one driving home. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be drinking while he's driving. Yeah, they could do That's that back in the it. 30s, man. Yep. That wasn't even illegal. No. They had no laws. So you would basically go out on a date with a girl, yell at her for every little thing she did, tell her she's <clears> not allowed to drink while you get sloppy drunk, and then you drive her home all drunk, probably like slapping her while she's like next to you. Yeah. <laughs> he's just punching her. Just goon arming her. <laughs> yeah. While he's just driving drunk. He's slapping got... her in the face with you like the forearm. What what did they drink back then? Like the milk and vodka or something? Something like that. Just has a whole glass of milk and vodka while yeah. he's driving his car, slapping his woman. <laughs> the <laughs> way God okay. intended it. It was the American dream. <laughs> Alright, there's one more. And they lived it. <laughs> they invented it. There's one more fuck. Oh, no, oh, no there's not. That's no, the there is. I just... Oh, don't. Yeah, no, it's the original game. The last one is always like like that. Oh, uh, so it's there's... It's just like, you just read that, and here's the next thing. <clears throat> I guess we should take a break. Oh, it's just, or else this happens. I guess if she drinks oh. too much. Or he, he's just sitting there, or angrily signing, uh, paying for the bill. The waiter's like, <laughs> the waiter. <laughs> He's got his fist up in the air. God damn it. How dare you bring this monster to my restaurant. <laughs> ah, you better tip me well for this. This is the 30s, god damn it. I don't have time for these sloppy drug whores. <laughs> whores again. <laughs> these, these silly ladies. Didn't you read That's that tips clever. in that magazine? <laughs> not clever whatsoever. 
Why did you believe her when she said that alcohol made her clever? You should know all women get silly when they drink alcohol. Stupid man, you are no man. Where's your handkerchief? <laughs> oh, it's great. They needed the scroll guard back then. They did need the scroll guard back then. They just had lambskin condoms. That's all they had. So we were outside talking more about that scroll guard thing, man, and I just yeah, you need to wear one. Like they, like they were saying that, like you just wear it before you go out on your date, so you're wearing it for like two or three hours, just as latex underwear, just sweating. It's got to be the most uncomfortable up on thing you. ever. Swearing a pair of like rubber latex gloves, your hands just sweat. So and then you imagine figure your too, ass crack and like you, you dick and balls. And the girl's gonna feel like shit when you, you know she takes off your pants and you have like this super extra protection on you'll be like what yeah i thought you had some kind of like skin age or something <laughs> like, what? the fuck what the fuck i don't want any of your juices <laughs> coming out onto my skin splashing up <laughs> on my pristine pube patch your my your, dick fat your acid vagina juice was gonna melt my skin nice i want to know who actually wears those or who like buys those who like, doesn't maybe, maybe it's, it's like, all the rave <laughs> I wish we could call them now. Doing it. I wish we can call them now, just so I can ask them like how many of these things they've sold, and if they can yeah. get the names and numbers. I wonder if like they're teaching, they're, they're trying to like lobby to get it like taught in sex ed classes and. That's shit. what I was thinking. You think it's like a maybe it's also like a religious thing, like really like conservative. No, because then you just wouldn't have sex. They, uh, yeah. they don't advocate sex whatsoever. Right. True. True. Huh. But I know the Jews, the Hasidic Jews, they have sex through a sheet, even after they're married. And they're only allowed to do missionary. They they have to have a sheet between them, like a bed sheet. Jamichael, Jamichael emailed you. I don't know if you got it. No, I saw he tweeted that he was talking to us soon. Oh, okay. So I figured. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So oh, guess... he's just telling us what his number will be, so when we call, he'll. All right, cool. Um, so I guess Dave is just not showing up. Am I? I don't know. Maybe he. He just bailed out on me. He's uh, performing somewhere. <clears throat> Performing somewhere out of the band he got performing fellatio. <laughs> That's good. All right, guys, we're is gonna. Pete, uh, all right. I, he does this all the time, man. He takes like 20, 30 minute breaks. Oh, I thought he was eating a pizza. No, he takes like break? he poops for like 30, 40 minutes. Oh wow, is it like like I don't real know. hard to get out or? He did it to me yesterday, right? Like twenty minutes before I had to take a shower for work. He's <laughs> like, oh, I gotta go bathroom real quick, and he's in there for like oh, forty minutes. Shit. And I'm like knocking on the door. I'm like, dude, I gotta take a shower for work and he suckered me into it too because our pilot light was out and uh the uh, my buddy who helped me turn it back on was like yeah you're gonna have to wait like half an hour so pete goes are you gonna take a cold shower or could i take a poop i'm like i i guess just take a poop and then of course like as soon as he What's went to the bathroom, shower I mean well because he was trying to like imply that if i was to jump in the shower that it was going to be cold but as soon as he like went in the bathroom i turned the water on and it was hot already so he was you know he's trying to uh Draw me away from taking a shower so he could take a 40-minute poop. So he... That's hot. <laughs> 40 minutes. Dude, we just did a 30-minute break where you've been taking a shit the entire time. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take, a, I guess, a break. We have uh, John Michael calling in. John Michael Beckenridge <clears throat> from California. So... Turn on some Pandora radio, and we will be back. Then. All right, what's up, I still guys? Still don't think women fart. Robin Slim Show. We are back, and we're uh, waiting for a call from Jim Michael. 
So our Michael first Beckin, interview for the night. Be- Breckenridge. We got, well, four interviews tonight. We got yeah. Michael, uh, then Norma's after that. Norma then... Yeager, then Xander, the guitarist, and Sadie, Sadie Katz. And uh, she was in a movie, Wrong, Wrong Turn, Turn six, 6, I think it is. I can't believe they're still making those, man. Yeah. I remember like when the first I, I've Wrong never seen Turn any of them, came but out. What's it? Somebody like it's like a, takes the wrong turn yeah, and gets like a hillbilly killed. Uh, mutant hillbillies, I guess. So are they all different, or is it just the same? It's movie probably over just and over. the same movie over and over again. I would think. Like I, I remember when the first one came out, and I remember like hearing about it. I think my sister had saw it, and it was just like you know the uh, hill, the people get lost in this like forest somewhere, and there's hillbillies with bow and arrows like shooting at them and hunting them down. And I'm assuming that's what they all are. It's probably a true story. Yeah, I guess it Somewhere could be. Yeah. It I haven't seen the Deliverance. The Deliverance. No, I've I've actually never seen Deliverance. No, I've I never know either. I know the scene though because everybody always references yeah, it, but I've never seen movie. it. Did you actually watch it? I saw the I saw the end. I think I tried watching. It. You, I just was all really you did, tired. And... All Pete did was turn it on and skip to the butt rape scene because no. that's all he wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! That's what was Maybe on that's TV not even a movie. I turned it on. <laughs> Yo, you know you have to tell us one day if what? we if we can probably start now before he calls, but. Remember that Kevin Smith movie you saw, that Vulgar? Vulgar, yeah. We'll have to talk about that sometime. That is, he, is he calling now? No, that's his messaging. So give, give us the summary of Vulgar. Vulgar was like, Ugh. it was a Kevin Smith film, but not really. Was that the one that he okay, just it was, did? It was, I think it was directed, no, no. This came out in okay. the 90s, right after. Uh, oh, we got right, a call. We'll get back to that. Robin Slim Show. Hey, Robin Slim, what's going on? Y'all, it's Michael. What's going on, Jamichael? How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Doing all right. Pretty good, man. Cool, cool. Good. <clears throat> all right, so Jamichael, tell me, what is Chief Culture? Because I know that's like what you want to talk about and what you're all about, and I tried Googling it, and I just can't figure out what it is. Oh, you know, I, yeah, man, uh, ChiefCulture.com, it's a website. It's a website I created, man. It's, it's, just, it's just a news website, you know. Uh, it's a news website that focuses on the latest in business, uh, entertainment, uh, fashion, sneakers, and uh, uh, um, sports, you know, and it's, it was just an idea I had, you know. It was, it was just, you know, I really feel like it's not a lot of, a lot of, a lot of news uh, websites out there that, that could be the number one source for people. So that's why I decided to go ahead and that was why I decided to, that was why I decided to go ahead and create this. Cool, cool. When did the, when did the site launch? It's, it's it's up and running right now. You can actually go see it right now, man. Cool, cool. What uh. And what does it take to actually start a website? Did you actually have to uh, get investors or anything like that, or did you just do it all on your own? No, I'll, yeah, man, I did. I did all this on my own, man. This all came out of my pocket. This is all out of my pocket. This, this, this is all money came out of my pocket. Everything, man. You know, like um, every, like everything. I, I funded everything. I did everything, man. So yeah, like, that, <clears> that, was, that, that was, that's what I really, that, that's what I really appreciate about this whole thing. And how are you promoting, uh, promoting it? Well, you know, well, definitely, of course, man. You know, of course, of course, you know, uh, on my Instagram, I post recap videos of of, of the late of which missed on there. Also, what I do too is also what I've been doing too is that uh, I've been um, I've been I've been I've been I've been I've been, I've been, I've been uh, posting stories on, on my Twitter on my Twitter account and the official uh, Chief Culture uh, account too on Twitter too. So, and uh, also too, and of course, I'm not doing I'm not, I'm not doing radio interviews stuff like that. That's how I'm promoting it as of right now. So. But yeah, man, it's, I'm, I'm loving it though. Yeah, so that's awesome. Do you write like your own articles on there, or is it just like you go on other websites, find like uh, interesting stories, and put them onto your website? 
You know, man, I wrote, I wrote everything, everything on there. If you, if you look at every story on there, it's, it's going to say my name at the bottom. Yeah, everything on there, I wrote, I wrote all the articles on there. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> how do you how do you go about your research? You just like you're like really big into sports, so you watch a lot of sports, and then uh, when you think something interesting, you write about it. Definitely, definitely, man. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, you know, I really just do my homework, do my research. You know, watch, watch the news, watch Sports Center. You know, you know, even even though even though I also look at also look at other websites too. You know, and um, yeah, man. Like, like I do my homework. You know, I watch a lot. Of, I watch a lot of TV. You know, that's the thing. One thing I do do is like if I'm watching something. Oh, you know, I'm, you know, it's it's some it's some fitting. If there's something I want to put up on, I say, yo, that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that. So, yeah, man, that that's one of the, that's one of the things I do do. That's cool, man. That's kind of like what we do with this podcast, too, where we do, uh, we'll, you know, throughout the week, we'll find news stories, and then we'll bring them to the show and discuss them and stuff like that. Uh, we don't do too much sports talk, just because I don't know much about sports, but uh, Rob here is, like, a big fan of... Uh, just just baseball. Just baseball. the Yankees. That's that's it. That's all I'm into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, you do, how, how long have you been out of college, Jamichael? I'm actually in college, man. I'm oh, you still in? Actually, yeah, yeah. I graduated um, high school in 2013. Yeah, I'm, I've been I've been to school. I've been in, I've been in, I've been in college since January, but um, I took some time off right now. And I'm I'm planning I'm planning on going back to January. I, I took time off to uh, you know to get the site up off the, to get the uh, the website up off the ground. So I plan on going back. I plan on I plan on I'm planning on hoping to go back in January. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So you're just like good. you're like 19 then. Twenty. Yeah, 20, 20. yeah, wow, man. man. I miss those days. <laughs> Shit, I'm an old man now, bro. What uh? Did you hear anything about? I saw online today. I don't know if it's um true or not. Uh, they're they're talking about releasing a Macklemore. I guess you know Ryan Macklemore version of the Air Jordan. Did you see anything on that? No, um, no, I haven't seen that. But I've seen. Uh, I know uh, Drake. You know the rapper Drake. He has a he has a pair of uh, he has uh, he has a lot with uh, Air Jordan. Now. It's the retro Jordans, but with with the with the colorways of his of his brand, it's like gold and it has like gold, black and white colors. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna look into that. Yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll send you the link on a, a Twitter. Uh, I just saw it earlier today. My friend Kevin posted a picture of them. They they, they look pretty cool, but like I said, I didn't know if it was uh, just a rumor or something like that. <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not for sure, man. But like, yeah, like yeah, I, I, I know about the I know about the one Drake has. So, oh, that's man. cool. Yeah, I didn't know they did anything like that. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty crazy. I, I really like the one Drake has, but, it's, but like I said, I'm, I'm gonna look in. I'm, I'm a def, I'm a definitely you know check it out. See Macklemore, so not too cheap. Yeah, I remember years ago they they had two um some Nikes. They had like diamonds on them. They were really fucking cool looking. One of my friends, he I, he like camped out at the Nike store like hours early just to get them. And I, I don't I don't I still don't think he got the pair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, diamond Nikes, yeah, crazy man. I, I'll, I'll put, I'll put, I'll push that call some. Call oh, call. looks like we're getting a call. Maybe it's a question. Let me see. Okay. Oh, damn. Hold on. Let me see. Can I add the group you, call? You put him on hold. Robin Slim Show. Hello. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. They're both on. Somebody's calling somebody else. I, no, I, I just hit I add a group call. It, I would just keep it on because it looks like they're both there. Hi. Hello. Hello. Robin Slim Show. Hi. Hi, 
Hi, this is Sadie Katz. Um, oh, I just wanted to confirm. Am I on the show tonight? Yes, uh, in an hour. In an hour? Yes. Why did I not have this on my paper? So, okay, I'll call in at 6.30 or 6. Um, it's 8 o'clock here now, and I had you scheduled for 9 o'clock our time. So an hour from now. Okay. All right. Okay. So I will call in at 6 o'clock. Sure thing. Awesome. This is the number. Yeah, this is the Got number. It. We'll talk to you then. Okay, great. Okay. Jamichael, you still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry about that, dude. That was our nine o'clock interview. I guess she thought it was it was eight o'clock for her, so she she just gave us a call. <laughs> yeah, now we're really excited about it. <laughs> she sounded a little a little tipsy, bro. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so, what have you done? Anything? Uh, anything crazy? Uh, being in college. No, no, you know what, man? No, n not really, man. I haven't, I haven't really done, I haven't really done, I haven't really done like a lot, you know. Like so I'm, I'm actually in California, I'm from, I'm, I'm really from Texas, you know. You know, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I went, yeah. I, you know, I've had some fun out here, man. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really, I haven't like, really experienced California yet. But you know, I mean, yeah, man. Like, but yeah, man. Like, I, I, haven't really, I haven't experienced like crazy yet, but man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if you ever went to any wild parties or anything like that out there. <laughs> I've never uh, been out there. Uh, it sounds nice. We'll talk about we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <talk about> that. <laughs> what 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 were you uh, majoring in? Oh, uh, majoring in international business. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you do? Any other projects than just like this uh, website thing? Do you have any other like passions or anything you work on? Um, no, no, right now, man, this, this, this is the only thing, this the only thing I go, this the only thing, this the only, you know, project, only really, really project, excuse me, man, the only project I got, I got going right now, but like, man, but like I said, it's, it's other things I definitely, I definitely want to get into in the near future, of course. Yeah. This, this right now. <clears throat> that's cool, that's cool, man. What is that? I, I think that's his phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you, I just had to ask you real quick, do we sound all right? Because I, I kind of been messing around with the Skype and stuff. I don't know if like you don't hear yourself back or anything like that, do you? No, you all good, man. Yeah. All, all right, good. cool, cool, man. This is just so complicated. This technology <laughs> drives me nuts. Every week, I feel like I, I forget how to set it up. Yeah, well, it's all good, man. Did did you hire somebody to to um design your site or anything like that or? No, man. I, I did everything, man. I, I designed the whole thing. That's the, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not. I wasn't really familiar with the whole. The whole web design, because that was the thing. I was gonna go that route to actually hire somebody to do it, but you know, I learned like you know, this is it's just my, it's, it's you know, just I, I, I learned just you know, to start small, you know, just to to do something simple first, and then you know, and then once, and then once, and then once, you know, then once I'm able to get up off the ground, start making profit off of it, then I'm gonna go ahead and you know, hire an actual web designer. Man. But yeah, like as of right now, like I actually, I actually did everything on the website. You know, everything, everything is all me. Cool. What uh? What is the website? Because I'm trying to find it and I can't get to it. Is it just chiefculture.com? Yeah, chiefculture.com. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can get on here. <clears throat> That's what we need. We need a website eventually or something. Like, yeah. So every... much at once. You know, we're we're just doing all. You know, the YouTube, the Twitter, 
Slim does all the editing for the show. It is a lot of work, and we both have, you know, full-time jobs and all that, so. Yeah. I got kids. There's a lot. A lot of life. <laughs> so what, uh, any good, like, news stories today? Yeah, um, I, 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 recently, I recently just posted stories up on there today, man, and, like, I, I'll be there every single day, man, you know, like, um, you know, like, I, I recently just posted the Robert, the Robert Downey Jr. article where, where he's, where he's saying it's not gonna be a, where it's, it's a good chance he's he gonna, he gonna be on there for, you know, like, yeah, I really, I really, try, I really just try, just try to stay up with the latest, you know, and, you know, also, too, those are also other stories that, um, that, um, that um that um that, that I wrote too, you know. I mean, and, and granted, I wrote them all, but as a, well, but what I mean is that you know what I did was uh, um, it, like what I do, I, I would I would find I would find I would find something like you know like I don't know if you see right now, it's like certain things on there where I talk about certain things about different views, stuff like that. People have to comment on it, and uh, what I did too was um, it's certain it's certain things it's certain things on my phone on there. That um that, that that I that I um that that I feel that I feel that I might want to that, that you know that I that I think I should recognize you know like like you know like with different with different brands and different you know different music artists and different uh, up and coming you know oh just really just different up and coming things you know you know it's really just you know like it's certain things that I recognize that I want to I want to give them <clears throat> I, I want to give I want to give them the, the recognition that they need deserve so yeah yeah that's cool yeah man I'm actually I I found the site and I'm on it right now and it does you definitely have a lot of like interesting categories like I see the entertainment sports music business like you're delving into a lot of stuff and that's, it's a nice setup too it looks nice and clean yeah. That's just cool too that you didn't pick like one topic like and you're doing it all by yourself and you're just doing everything like that's pretty neat man. Yeah, that's fashion good, and business. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all me. Yeah, did you hear that uh we just found out that apparently they're making like another Ghostbusters movie but they're doing it with an all female cast. Man, no, I, no, I just heard about the yeah. Yeah. I I just read it. I, it's ridiculous. Well, okay. Is a man. Is, is Michael J. Fox still gonna be? I'm gonna have to look up. I ain't heard about that. I don't. I have no idea. I just. I, I didn't even click on the um on the link, but I saw the story come up earlier on on one of my feeds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. 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 I checked, I'm, I'm gonna look into it. Yeah. Go, yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's that. That's that's um that, that's that's one thing I'm gonna do in my spare time is watch movies and stuff. I mean I'm a big movie watcher. I watch a lot of movies. I watch anything. Man. I watch that's all cool. kinds of movies. I like that the, yeah. the the one you got the '90s was the last great era of comedy films because I've heard yeah. that from people saying how how that has that that was the case. Like the '80s and '90s had the best. What yeah. were like I didn't click on the list, but what were like your favorite uh, comedy films from the '90s? Oh, you know, uh, my favorite man. I'll be like, man, that's a good question. Uh, so it's it's, a, it's, a, it's several of them. Um, you know, I'm, I like Major Pain. I like Major uh, Pain's. Oh, I remember. Ah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I still have that on VHS. Oh uh, man, that's Major Pain. Uh, that's what we call with a. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that. Um, what else, man? Uh, you know, like uh, is a good movie. Let me see what's another one. Um. You know, a uh, liar, liar. You know, um, yeah, old movies, man. Like, I, I mean, like, yeah, man. I love movies. I watch a lot of movies, man. I watch way too many movies. Yeah, I like the one. Uh, I think it was called Kingpin. With uh, who's that? Bill Murray. It was all about bowling, and it had Woody Harrelson in it. The, Woody Harrelson, I think, was an Amish guy, <laughs> and so, and he, I guess, he went out. You know, he got away from the Amish community, and he 
He, uh, I think, was a really good bowler, and he challenged, I guess, Woody Harrelson's character in it. I, I, I can't remember everything, but it, it was really funny. I used to love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a good king, man. You know, yeah, yeah, that thing, man. Uh, yeah, that 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 does something. But yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna check that out, man. Like I said, I always hear about people always talk, people are talking about different movies about seeing and I'll tell them, no, I watch it like it home. So like, as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'm, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I just watched recently, and uh, my buddy hadn't seen it, so I put it on for him. Uh, American Psycho. You ever see that? Yeah, I never yeah, saw it's good, it man. It's, uh, it's with Christian Bale. It's definitely and his he, best performance. Yeah, it's definitely like the only film I like with Christian Bale. And it was I think it was like the was it the early nineties that it came out? And, it came out in the early two thousands. Oh, maybe it was the early two really? thousands yeah. it came out. Maybe in. late nineties, maybe late nineties, early two thousands. But yeah, it's one of those movies that like you by the end of it you don't know what's going on, but there's just some great memorable scenes in it, and he just plays an awesome serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take that. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm, yeah, no doubt, man. I'll, okay. Hmm. That's, a, that's, a, that's another. 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 That movie was crazy with Woody Harrelson again. I never saw that one. Oh, it's a serial that. killer. Him and his girlfriend, Mal Mickey and Mallory, they went on a killing spree. And it just went into um, how the media glorified, you know, serial killers. It had Robert Downey Jr. in it. Uh, it had, uh, who's the comedian from, like, Ladybugs and Back to School. I, I can't get no respect. Oh, oh, uh, that was, um... Uh... Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. and he was just really like, really grimy in it, dude. Like it's I remember not... his his daughter was Mallory, and he told her to go go take a shower, and he said, "You better take a good one, cause I'll be coming up there to see how clean you are." It was just so creepy and so funny at the same time, man. <laughs> what about like, are you into uh, Quentin Tarantino at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, I like, I like Tarantino. Um, you know what? Man, you know what's crazy though? Like, I'm I'm a big fan of Tarantino. I, I've seen I've seen I've seen all I've, I've seen I've seen some of his movies, but I haven't seen Django yet. I'm probably I'm oh, probably oh man, that movie was amazing. Dude, I saw yeah, that in theaters. Really good. Any person in the world ain't seen Django and Chain yet. Oh, all person in the world ain't seen it. It's crazy. <laughs> it was good. Well, then you yeah, gotta man. get on top of that, man. You gotta yeah. go watch that. You probably get it on like Netflix by now. It's gotta be easy yeah, to get. It Dude, cool. I, I'm a huge fan of like Pulp Fiction. I loved Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that twice in theaters. Kill Bill, I like. Yeah, that. the Kill Bills were awesome. Kill Bill Volume One, Two, yeah, Pulp Fiction, all of them, yeah. 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 What about like? Mm-hmm. Oh no, go on, sorry. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Oh, I was just gonna say, what about like recent movies? Like, have you seen like Guardians of the Galaxy or anything like that? Oh um, no, actually, um, I saw I saw Twenty Two Jump Street. That I thought. I didn't think it was gonna be as funny, but man, like the, the thing is, like I never saw, I never saw the most, I never saw the first Twenty One Jump Street and the most recent, and the recent, the most recent Twenty One Jump Street with Channing Tatum in there. I didn't see him, but I just, I just recently saw Twenty Second. I thought I was, it was hilarious, man. I was in the movies. Yeah, I heard the I same thing from somebody else. They said the same thing. They never saw the first one, and they, 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 they just took a chance and went, and they thought it was great. 
Yeah, the second one was good, man. Like I was at the movies and they're like, I, I was laughing so hard. I was laughing so loud, man. Like the you know, like the people I was with, they was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> 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 I was like, I said, I said, I was like, man, I said, I was saying that I said, "Come on, man, y'all know black people hate me. Y'all know black people do this." I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, it was funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was a good one. That's part of most recent. Um, that's part of the most recent, like 2014 movie I've seen. Though, yeah, right? like, yeah, that's part of the most recent movie I've seen in theaters lately. You know, but yeah, like mm-hmm. most of the movies I watch, man, like I watch them on. I watch, I watch like movies through the years, you know, like movies from 2000, just movies. Period. You know, like saying just. They're not. They're not even. They're not even just. Uh, they're not even just. Um, they're not even just. They're not even just. They're not even just. Uh, you know, other movies. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yeah. Do you play video games at all too, or now you're just like a movie guy? Oh, Do you play video games at all, or are you just like a movie guy? I'm, I'm a movie guy. I'm a movie dude. Like if I play a video game, it probably be a shooting game or a sports game. Right, or a race car. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm more of a movie. I'm more into movies than a. Uh, video game so I'm more I'm definitely going back to like sports what did you think of like the whole uh, Derek Jeter retiring and all that stuff man it was was, I think I think it was it was bittersweet man it was bittersweet you know he's been he's he's been playing he's been in the he's been in the league since the 90s so yeah it was bittersweet bittersweet, you know like you know it's one of the things like you know he's going going off the bigger and better things you know he's about to go Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't be, be surprised if I see him on, if I see him as an analyst, or if I see him as a, if I see him as a, as a Yankees coach, whatever. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Man. Like, it, yeah. It, it really Have you been watching uh, the World Series uh, that's going on? No, man, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't caught, I haven't, I haven't really been catching up with it, man. Like yeah, that. me neither. I, I heard it's been pretty exciting, uh, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm, a, I'm a double check it out, man. Like, but yeah, I'm. Like you know, the NBA is about. I've been watching the preseason, the NBA games. Like, you know, yeah, I'm a, yeah, and a little bit of NFL too. But like, I'm a, I'm a big basketball fan. Like, I love basketball. I, I love sports. Period. You know, but like, yeah, man, it's, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm a def, I'm a definitely, I'm a definitely, uh, you know, staying tuned with uh, with a whole lot of more, oh, with, a, with all, all sports now, but man, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, it was awesome talking to you. We had a lot of fun. We would definitely have you on again, just to bullshit about like news and movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Um, but we gotta let you go because we got a, We got another interview in ten. So why don't you uh, tell the people where they can find you, and then we'll let you. Yeah, go. man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Jamichael Breckenridge. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Jamichael now. If I'm on Instagram at Jamichael Breckenridge. Jamichael. Um, Jamichael spelled J A M I C H A U L Breckenridge B R E C K E N R D G E N. So yeah, just. Yeah, you know, just and, and, and log on, log on chiefcoach.com for the latest. That's chiefculture.com. All right, take care, buddy. Take care, brother. Have a good one. I'm a What was going on in the background there? He was like, there was people talking to him in the whole background. Um, is this my mom or Dave? I doubt it's Dave. It's probably oh, my mom. I didn't know he was. Here. Oh, I, Sadie did sweet out though. Right, that's why I was like laughing at earlier at one point, trying not to laugh out loud. Lol. Um, I, I, I think I just interrupted the Robin Slim show by calling an hour early. A tad embarrassing. Too bad I wasn't promoting wrong number. <laughs> that's pretty funny. 
And then she then she, then she tweeted again. P.S. I'll be on uh, Robin Slim show. I believe they have call-ins, so um, call yeah. call in and check the. I couldn't the tell. Emails. Like she seemed a little like a little drunk or something. A little wild. I guess we'll yeah. find out. So. She's gonna be fun. I'm kind of excited after that little. <laughs> or maybe she'll just be angry by then, or maybe she'll just sober be and dry, and we'll see. All right, we'll guys, see. we're uh. Oh, I closed the Pandora. Oh, no, I didn't. Ah. Let, me say, let me get the Pandora up. Yeah, and then make I enjoyed that, though. He was cool. Like yeah, I said, we would have him cool, walk in man. just to, like, chat with... I like what he's doing with his site, too. Yeah, and he yeah, just like that kind of talk. That's yeah. He pretty much... He's basically culture. doing the same thing that we're doing. He's just doing it in written form while we're yeah. doing it in, you know, spoken form. That's cool. Let's go to the Pandora. We will be back in ten minutes... And Is we will somebody... be talking to Norma Yeager. Come on. Robin Slim Show. Hello, this is Norma. Hi, Norma. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. And thank you for that Twitter. Uh, boy, oh. I, have, I have probably five different Twitters that came back to me. That's fantastic. I can't appreciate it more. That's wonderful. The book was amazing. Are, are we recording, Slim? Yeah, but I just need to get resituated here. Oh, no, I, yeah, sent you an offer that if you want to offer some books out to some of your listeners free, I will be happy to do that. Awesome. Yeah, I passed the book along to a couple of people, and they were all very excited. Uh, I told them, you know, you see the book, book was in uh, Barnes & Noble. saw it for sale on uh, Amazon and all that. Yes, it is It is there. And, of course, even the e-book is there. They can get it on their uh, Kindle or on their Nook or whatever. That's awesome. Now, your book is called uh, Breaking Down the Walls, 50 uh, Courageous and Successful Years at the Forefront of the Women's Movement. And uh, it was just really inspirational. There was a lot of stuff I connected with, and uh, it, it was great, you know. <clears throat> well, that's wonderful. By the way, where are you? I don't know 609. We are in uh, New, New Jersey. New Jersey, South great. Jersey. That's what I, I thought was cool in your book, too, because you said your father had that chicken farm in, yeah, uh, where, where was that again, uh, Lake Lakewood? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not, that too, yeah, that's not yeah. too far from here. I know. <laughs> that's quite an area. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was it, how, much, how much money should you somebody have to start uh, investing with? What, a business, a chicken farm? Well, no, with uh, just to buy some stocks. You know, what's a good... What's a good number to start with? Well, my advice to people would be to buy a mutual fund, and there you could start with a thousand dollars. And every time you have some spare money, you can keep adding to it, and that gives you the best way for a small investor. Anything else, you don't get the diversification, you won't have the money to keep reinvesting, but you have the commissions eat you up alive, and. Uh, so I recommend to all people that uh, can't start with, you know, a substantial amount of money to diversify a portfolio should stick to a mutual fund, and there's some very good ones out there. You get yeah. one, you know, if you need income, you can get an income fund. If you need growth, you can get a growth fund. And, uh, and so I certainly recommend that they go with a mutual fund. Oh, okay. Um, and you can start with $1,000. That's that's good. Did um I like too that you said you were a long-term investor and uh and uh you said the best time to buy is during a crisis. I I, I thought that was really cool. Well, it is because the market goes down and uh, if you sit patiently and have some stocks that you um, even a mutual fund, they, their portfolio will come down 
and um, the, you're never going to hit the bottom, <laughs> and you're never going to sell at the top. Don't yeah. expect to be able to do that. <laughs> so uh, the market takes a, you know a, a drop, a real drop, like it did yesterday, for for that matter. It dropped two hundred seventy-three points. Wow. That was the time if you wanted to buy some mutual fund, you can buy a decent mutual fund, and it's it's substantially lower. But that's not a drop that I mean. I'm talking about one of these terrible drops. You know? mm, yeah. The, yeah, the ones that we had uh, several times in my lifetime. Yeah. Where I felt like sitting under the desk and waiting for the avalanche. <laughs> I like too when you said that um yeah, yeah when they hired you the one company that they didn't know what to hire a woman for and I, I love that you said why don't you hire me for what you pay the men and they were like well the men have you know expenses and families and you said well I, I have the same that's exactly right and you know he couldn't figure that out this is a smart man the manager of the firm <laughs> and he couldn't figure out that I didn't come to work for fun that I was coming because I had to yeah and um, he expect and I told him I said do you expect me to come in part-time no do you expect me to do the same work uh, same as the other students of course hmm. well then pay me the same. <laughs> I have exactly. one more expense I have to hire a wife yeah oh my god he <laughs> says I never thought of that <laughs> I said you got it and that's what I I tell most people you know when I uh, give talks to uh, students that are in the business school and I will say to them negotiate your salary up front yeah you know what they're going to pay you and if it's not what everybody else in your job well maybe they want you to try it out that's okay yeah but if you succeed in doing a good job equal to someone else in the firm you should get the same pay <laughs> yep exactly I, I completely agree with that that's amazing um i can't believe in that one part I, I don't know i hope i'm not ruining anything but you said you almost went off a waterfall Oh, wow. <laughs> How scary was that? Like, I couldn't imagine that. Like, Well, what happened was my husband decided we should go river rafting. It was my first time. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, one of the things that they did when you river raft, they want you to jump off a, um, uh, a small cliff. It wasn't very high, but a small cliff. Wow. So they get used to the water, and you know, so that you're not afraid if for any reason you do fall out of the boat. So we were swimming around, and I had no idea that the um, the water was pulling me towards a, um, uh, you know, a, a waterfall up front. My husband saw that I was do I was going in that direction. I kept waving for me to come back, but it was so strong I couldn't do it. Wow. So he jumped in the water. He happens to be a lifeguard anyway in his younger days. And he jumped in the water and came rushing out to me to pull me back. <sighs> I had no way of getting back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got another story for that river raft I'm going to share with everybody. Awesome. Never, never, never put suntan lotion on the back of your legs because we hit the first bump and I slid right off the raft. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you've so, lived the life. You've done, you've done it all. I have. I was, you know, until I married my second husband, I never went anywhere. I didn't have the money for it. I didn't have the uh, knowledge for it, you know. Mm. But once we started to move to California, and uh, 
uh, you know, we start a whole new life together. Uh, my husband's a traveler. He loves to travel. Yeah. So I started traveling, and we ended up in my life to travel every place in the whole world we ever wanted to go to. That's awesome. I don't know if there's a place I haven't been to yet. <laughs> so he's uh, one of those guys. I learned to ski. I learned to scuba dive. I learned to sail. I mean, I learned all these things. Not when I was 20 years old, but when yeah. I was 40 and 50 and 60. And that, that gives me um, inspiration, too, because, yeah, I'm pushing 40, and I'm just, you know, we're just pretty much starting out on this project, and that, that, that makes me feel a lot better. Well, you certainly have to look forward to doing everything that you possibly can. Of course, you know, you, you have time that you need to do it. You need to do it with some uh, you know, additional money. And uh, but don't be afraid to do it. Fear is everybody's worst enemy. Yeah, that's it. It's afraid, paralyzing. You're not I, successful. I, I've been through you know some uh, you know hard times, and uh, sometimes you just you're just afraid, and change is scary too. So sometimes just taking that leap, just getting yourself yeah. out of that funk. Like you when you saw that doctor in there, and he just he helped you out immensely. Uh, I thought that was another great part of the book. There's so many my psychologist, I think that he saved my life. He mm. really did. He gave me the, um, the the one hand up that I needed to encourage me that I must do for myself, not to wait for others to do for me, because nobody's going to do for you. Everybody has their own problems, you yeah. know, and, and, and they can't do for you. They don't know your insides. Yeah. So when he said to me, wake up, hmm. you go out and do for yourself, that gave me the inspiration. I said, what can I do? He says, well, what do you like to do? I said, I like the stock market. He says, well, see if you can get in to do something in the stock market, hmm. even if you have to be a secretary. I said, I can't be a secretary. I don't type. I don't take shorthand. So he said, well, and then this opening came where they started a training program. For the first time, they accepted a woman. Yeah. And since I had to go through all the psychological uh, tests that they give you, I had the aptitude to go to sales. So they hired me. And that, you know, I was shocked myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, did your ex-husband ever fight you? I know you moved to California in the book. Um, I was curious if he ever fought you, uh, you know, on moving. And did he stay in touch, you know, with, you, with, the with Elisa, I think it was, your daughter? Yes, I had a daughter and two sons. Yeah, but they were in school. You, they they been... were in school, yes. They were in boarding school, and yeah. that was the best thing for them. Um, well, to be perfectly honest with you, I scooped up Lisa and left. <laughs> I didn't want to have an argument with them. <laughs> Do for yourself. I told you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it. If he's going to tell me no, that would not be a very good. This way I didn't want to hear the no, so I didn't ask the question. Yeah. Did he you keep know. a relationship with them over the years, or? No, my ex-husband married a girl that was from Greece that he uh, met, and uh, he moved to Greece with her. He lived in Greece most of his uh, life after me, and wow. uh, uh, didn't keep in too much touch yeah. with his children. Unfortunately, he has since been deceased. But, Some, oh. Uh, they didn't see too much of of him since he was in Greece and uh, yeah. and we were in California. It was not the most convenient, and he really didn't keep too much in touch. Yeah, well, I, your husband's name is Larry, correct? My present husband is Larry. Yeah. yeah, so if he if he was there, then you know he provided. That's that's all that matters. You know, maybe they're better off if the, if their father didn't want didn't care to keep in touch with them. 
Well, yes, he was. He was the uh, the new father, and he became the father image. And then Larry's two children came out to live with us. I love that, that story. Part of the book. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that that the cops actually handcuffed them and everything. Oh yeah, and dragged them across this plaza. It was terrible because. Um, you know, these are two small children, and, and they're, they're marching them across the plaza. People were looking at them. It was very sad for them. Yeah, well, because uh, Slim didn't read the, didn't get through the whole book. Right. And what happened was uh, his children would come out to visit for three months in the summer. Okay. And uh, every, every time they went back, you know, everyone would be sad. It's kind of like when my boys come, you know, everybody's nobody wants to go back. And uh, the, the kids went home, and then one day out of the blue... The ex-wife called Larry right. and was saying, do you, have, do you know where the kids are? They're not around. So, uh, you know, Norma and Larry were freaking out, making calls. They, they couldn't contact the kids. And then about an hour later, I think it was, the doorbell rang. Okay. It was the yeah, kids. about 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> the kids, she, uh, the daughter, his daughter had saved money from bar mitzvahs and uh, babysitting jobs and actually got somebody to buy them the airline tickets one way and come out there. Oh, wow. They cool. left the mother. Well, the mother wasn't treating them too nicely, and oh. uh, nobody stayed. See, this, this, I, I give the girl credit. She didn't want to stay where she, she didn't have her fun. She was yeah. having fun in California. She was going to school. She had her father who was willing to give her all kinds of things, and the mother was not uh, on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she picked herself up, took her brother, and, they, and got her. As you say, somebody picked up her tickets. And they came to California, 11 o'clock at night, the taxi pulls up. <laughs> and of course, the mother was frantic. She thought we, we kidnapped them, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then that's what happened. She came out there, and you had to deal with the lawyers, and when you guys gave them back... I think she said something to the, the cop, the officer or something, and then they, they actually handcuffed the kids. She said they're incorrigible. That's the word, yeah. <laughs> and that gives them the right to, um, yeah. to arrest yeah. the minor. So fortunately, we had our lawyer who uh, went down to the uh, the juvenile court and got got them out for us. And it's, so long as there was a parent that was willing to take them, we took them. And yeah. there's a law on the books which was very interesting, which helped us a lot, that you can't force anybody on a plane or any place to travel. Yeah. They don't want to go. Yeah, that's... And the kids did not want to go. They kept saying, you want to get on the plane with your mother? No, no, no. So by law, we, she could not force them on the plane. Yeah. I, I like the, There's so many parts of this book that are just great. Uh, was your father's cousin, Maddie? Was he the yes, one? Yes, getting dressed for, for, dress for success. He yeah. Said. He got a dress, but he got to look the part of being successful. And he told selling you. selling stocks. Yeah. A lot of money involved. And people don't don't want to deal with somebody that doesn't look like they're successful. Yeah, look professional. Um, right. Now, do you, you said you wear the hat, but do you still wear the brooch? I have the brooch and the hat. <laughs> That's <both>. awesome. <laughs> I never. I have three or four hats sitting up in my closet. I can't throw them away. They're just too much memory for me. Yeah. And uh, in California, we didn't wear hats. It was too hot. It's too hot up here. Oh. But in New York, it's wonderful. Yeah. And and, and uh, you know, and I had some of these lovely walking suits that I bought. I called them my uniform, and they were phenomenal. That's yeah, they cool. really, they really looked like I looked like a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to say so myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you should, you should feel that way. 
Oh, yeah, you walk in, you feel that way. You had alligator shoes and gloves and a handbag, and, and I look good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like the part, too, uh, where... You, uh, the firm was going, we were, we were visiting a social club, and since you were going, everybody had to sit in the ladies' lunchroom. Instead oh, of my, the, they were so angry about that, yeah. <laughs> well, in New York at that time, ladies were not permitted in the men's clubs. So it was men were supposed to be able to smoke their cigars and speak their dirty language and their jokes and whatever, <laughs> and they didn't want the ladies there. And so I said, so they said, well, is it possible for Mrs. Ja well, my name wasn't Jaeger at the time, for Norma to stay home? I said, no way am I staying home. <laughs> everybody goes, I go. Well, then everybody's got to sit in the ladies' dining room. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you they said, were not too happy with me. No, I can imagine. You said also the New York Stock Exchange didn't have uh, women's rooms back then well, either, right? Well, they didn't have it. No, they had them in the men's clubs, but they did not have it on the floor of the exchange. They had bathrooms, but only for men. So I said, well, that's fine. Somebody stand outside and wait, <laughs> and I use the men's room. What's the difference? <laughs> that's like I used to work at a, at a printing facility, and they had two sets of men's rooms and two sets of women's rooms. I never understood it. And one day I asked, and that's because back when segregation went on, they had a black bathroom and a white bathroom. Oh, so the same problem with the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, crazy yeah. to think it was ever that way, and not that long ago. And not that long ago. No, a lot of this is, uh, you know, it's not even two generations. It's, it's half a generation ago. Yeah. You know, if you, if you remember, my book tells you that the women at that time could not have bank accounts, they could not have stock accounts, they could not have credit cards. All of this was not permitted. The only way they could get it is the husband gave them a card, and yeah. he had to sign on that he's responsible for her debts. Uh, today, that's un unheard of. Yeah. I don't go ask my husband for my credit card. I was telling I, the guys, too, before you said it was taboo for a woman to even say she had to use the bathroom. Oh, yeah, my mother. Well, that, was, oh, yeah. that goes back to even the Middle Eastern. My mother was from Turkey, and the Middle Eastern women were very, very private about their bodies and, and so on, and they never would say, I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. So they had to wait to sneak in, you know, <laughs> during a coffee break. And so, um, you know, you bring that with you. You'd be surprised you grow up with a lot of these thoughts that uh, you grow up with. And yeah. I objected to that. Mm. I, if you, One story I must tell you. When I was a little girl, I had what we call a nana vieja. Nana vieja is Spanish for uh, old grandma. I had a great grandmother hmm. who lived to be about 96. But when I was a little girl, she would take my hand and take her to uh, Saturday morning. She would go to the shul, which is a Jewish church life. Okay. And they segregated men and women. And I, even as a little girl, I became upset with that. I said, nana vieja, why do you have the separation of men and women. He says, darling, that's the way it is. It's the custom, and we, we observe. So hmm. I grew up with this idea that they separated men and women all the way back, and I objected to it. bothered me right then and there, and I was a little girl at that time, probably, yeah. possibly six or seven years old. And even at that time, it's the, it was the wrong thing. Yeah. To, to do that and to put together. They run there to pray. They're praying to God. Does it matter whether you sit in this seat or that seat? Exactly.
I mean, the women had to sit upstairs. They couldn't even sit down below. They're not allowed to accept with the men. Wow. Did so um did you ever encounter any bad like sexism on the at the workplace? Did any, any guys ever try try anything well, with you? Of course. Yeah. You're other nice men, of course. You get some nasty remarks. You get some jokes being told that are off color. You get some. They try to come on to you. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah, that's uh, like the show. That's what pretty much what we do. But we just do it to each other. You know? <laughs> we come on to each other. <laughs> Did um, and I wanted to ask too. What was the like? I guess the most exciting, uh, ex most exciting investment you ever made, like the the coolest stock or anything like that. Oh, you know, I also opened two companies. Yeah. The most exciting thing for me was opening my company. You know. Yeah. Um, it was wonderful to be able to be out on my own. It took a lot of courage, and, and again, if I, you know, I said to my husband, I'm really frightened to do this, but I left the firm because if, if you read the story about that thing that happened to me with uh, Drexel Burnham, yeah. and I said, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to start my own firm and be my own boss and so on. And I started that all by myself. So that was a big step forward. Yeah. Um, to move and to get registered and licensed and, t and told all my clients I was opening my own firm. And you mm. know what? I lost very few clients. They all agreed to come with me, which I thought was a good feather in my hat. That's awesome. I like, too, how you always dealt you know, with rejection or, or problems, uh, like when you d dealt with the clients that rejected you, where you called them back at a later time when they t had turned down a stock and you told them, you know, how it turned out. And also um, with the money market fu uh, fund, when you were trying to get you that business going and the banks ended up ha having have stolen your, you know, stolen your idea, idea yeah, and you yeah, never, yeah. never discouraged you. You just kept going. That was, it was amazing. Again, you know, you've got to move forward, and if something fails, it only makes you stronger. You know what to avoid, and you you learn. You learn from failure. Yeah. Uh, not saying that everybody should do something and try to fail to learn, but <laughs> if you do fail, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Try again. You know. I think too many people just afraid. give up. Yeah. <laughs> I was very fortunate. I did have Larry. <laughs> you know, behind me, he was supportive. He encouraged me. He said, "You can do it. Don't worry. You can do it." And then we did. Uh, and we did. We managed to come out here cold. He had to start a whole new practice here himself, and um, to build a practice. And um, then we ended up with you know two families <laughs> that we had to uh, support through schools and uh, you know colleges and so on. And uh, between us, we did okay. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, we did okay. <laughs> and today I'm retired and uh, looking forward to some more travel. Yeah. I actually had a question about the travel. You said you've been just about everywhere. Where's your favorite place that you've been to? It's really, uh, you know, I've been to so many different places. I could tell you several that I loved. I loved Italy. We took it when I when I retired. I treated we treated ourselves to a thirty. Uh, not 30, a six-week vacation to Italy. We drove through Italy by car. We stopped at the small towns, and we ate in the small cafes, and it was lovely. So that was one of my favorite trips, going driving through a country. You meet the people, you you know, you eat the food. That's a wonderful way to, yeah. to learn about people. Italy's so Italy was one of my favorites. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. 
Italy's definitely cool. I I I went there when I was like nineteen. I got to see the. Uh, I I really like seeing the ancient ruins, the Roman yeah. the Colosseum and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great too that it's still standing. It's like it was so good that well, it's still there. I also enjoyed the vineyards. I thought that was wonderful. The wine tasting yeah. and going through the vineyards of northern Italy was fantastic. <laughs> So, you know, there's so much to see, and it's a big country, so you go north and then you start to head south, and it changes, keeps changing. And so that, and then we went from there, we drove through the mountain range, and we ended up in Germany for the Oktoberfest. Oh, so wow. that was the end. <laughs> <laughs> Those have been a lot of fun. I've always wanted uh, to go to Oktoberfest. It was a great, great six weeks. We had never taken more than a one, one week or ten day vacation because, you know, he was in practice. I was in business. It was very hard to do. But uh, since I retired, we treated ourselves to a beautiful trip. So that was one of my, that's the favorite, really. <laughs> Um, I also liked Antarctica. Believe it or not, I yeah. didn't want to go. But my <laughs> husband says, well, let's, let's go. I said, well, okay. <laughs> you you want to go? We'll go. And I loved it. I yeah. really did. I That's loved awesome. It. That was a great trip. So there were so many different trips. We went to Australia, which was wonderful. Mm, that sounds awesome. New Zealand was wonderful. I mean, there are so many wonderful places. There is no favorite. Every place was wonderful. Now, now, what about the reverse of that? Like, have you ever been to a place where you were scared for your life, or anywhere where it was very a very scary place to be? I wasn't scared. I went to a place on a river boat that I was very uncomfortable with. I did not enjoy that. Um, but you know, they're not all going to be perfect. I really didn't, wouldn't recommend that to my to people that don't like um, close quarters. They're very small, they're oh. close, and um, they're, not, they're not comfortable. Um, for example, you park on a river next to the coast, next to the shore, and from there you have to hike up to the town. Well, that's all well and good, but when I took it, I was not in the position physically to walk up to the town. They had no accommodations to take anybody of the passengers on a taxi, on a bus, on a car, anywhere. Wow. So it was not the most... I, I like luxury, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not my favorite trip, but so. most of the trips that we took, or I should say all of them, were wonderful. Were wonderful. Awesome. Okay, Norma. Well, it was actually really great talking to you. We're going to have to let you go, but why don't you uh, tell the people where they can find all your stuff before we do? Well, Breaking Down the Walls um, are sold at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and I have offered um, uh, Rob that um, if uh, about 10 of his listeners call in, I'd be happy to send them a book gratis. And I have a website. So we'll tell you more about me and about the times that uh, I went through. And it's www.normayeager.com. And Yeager is spelled Y-A-E-G-E-R. That's important because yes. they're spelled several ways. <laughs> you have to do Y, like yellow, A-E-G-E-R. Norma is the first name, dot com. And that will give you a feel for the book. And Rob is recommending it, so yes. I guess you all will Highly. like it as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Norma. That was an amazing interview. The book's amazing. 
Thank you so much. Would I be able to get a podcast? <laughs> well, I was going to say, maybe sometime we could have you on again, do, oh. do, do another interview. I'd love that, but I'm talking about a copy of this interview. Oh, right? of this, yes, definitely. We will... Um, uh, we will post the whole thing up on a site called SoundCloud, and then Slim also breaks down the um, the individual interviews and puts them on YouTube. So when that's when that goes up in uh, you give know, me like about two days. two days or so, and when I have the link up, I'll uh, I'll email it to you. Yep. Wonderful. Thank you, Slim. <laughs> I didn't talk to you too much, but I guess um, uh, your you read the book as well. No, no that's, why that's why I, I, I haven't been saying too much because I hadn't gotten around to reading it. Plus, uh, I, m my mother just walked into the house drunk, so I was kind of dealing with stuff with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we, we're recording out of my living room, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, when you get a chance, read it. I think I you'll definitely find will. it interesting. We, I did thank enjoy the Thank you very uh, much for this time, and thank you for your Twitter uh, recommendation. That was fantastic. Thank you. I Norma. really appreciate you guys. Oh, I appreciate everything you've done for us. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Have a great night. Nice. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Nice. This cat. What did the cat this do? This cat's claw. The cat's stuck crazy. in my sleeve. <laughs> he doesn't attack me. He loves me. He just doesn't like you because he knows hey, you don't no, like she, him. He's... Oh, that's what a cat. That? cat. What the? This is your fault. Why you did this? <laughs> 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 we gotta cut his nails. His nails are too sharp. Oh. That, that, from what I heard, it was a great interview, but I was too busy with my mother. Uh, it like, was amazing, just... and I was just hoping. I, I thought she was going to derail it. That's why I passed you the note. It was her, I was hoping her mic was off at least. Oh, okay, yeah. I was Ricky about to shut it off. And... He heard something, and I, I, so yeah. I told him. Can you, like, get his paw? Of... Yeah, I'll get him. Hold on. Uh. This is fun. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is amazing. Ah. Uh. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. We'll be take back in like break. five minutes, probably sooner, because uh, Xander's Zen. Oh, Xander we got Xander. Is probably gonna be calling. And then Sadie's after that. Minutes, yeah. So All that right. should be fun. Stay tuned. Now I'm going to re re brew myself a cup of coffee. Why? What happened to the other coffee, cup of coffee? Well, your mom asked for one, and then there was no milk. Apparently the milk had turned, and she just dumped the. Yeah, I didn't use uh, any milk. I just yeah. put sugar in. I mine. just do black. I don't. I don't put cream or anything. We just got to uh, call our next interview. You want to sit down? Oh, you. Hello. Yes. Hello. I. I I'm sorry. This is Sadie. Yes. Am I on at six or six thirty? Um. That would be. Uh. What was what, what's in six thirty? So okay. I just I dialed the wrong number, so that's my fault this time. <laughs> we gotta get our shit together here. Yeah. I know right. it's so fucking. I ain't talking to you guys again till six thirty. Goddamn it! All right, All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you then. All right, bye. 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 <laughs> she seems fun. She's <laughs> kind of silly. <laughs> So, I'm excited about that one. I don't know why that showed like the last number in there. Go to the. Uh, you're on that already. Yeah. Can you email maybe him? Will he answer? Yeah, that's what I'm email? saying. Uh, maybe Zenard hadn't. Maybe she called. Cause the other, the other um, that could have been it too. That could have been it too. <laughs> she maybe called again. Because <laughs> uh, when you called her, she's like, "Am I on six or six Yeah, maybe she she was right with the thirty thing. I thought she was off with that. I, right. I don't know why. 
Oh my god, we're crazy. <laughs> this is a crazy show. She's gonna be fun though. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be angry. She's gonna be. Angry. She sounds like she's getting riled up. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself a cup of coffee too. Sorry for the dead air, guys. We're just uh, trying to get our shit together, as uh, Sadie put it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> battle. On uphill battle. Hmm. I gotta pee. I will do that. And man who escaped car crash, hit and killed by wife rushing to rescue him. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the unlucky lottery. That is the unlucky lottery. Wow. Uh, guys, I'm just going to play some music, I think, because I, I can't do a solo show. Rob's in the bathroom, and I'm just talking now to myself. So here's some clutch. Yeah. Some uh, elephant rider. What's wrong with my coffee maker? Oh, really? I don't ever have a problem with it overfilling, but I guess that's because I use the really big mugs. Yeah, listen to some clutch. This is my solo show where I just kind of play music over me talking. It is great, guys. And I'm going to keep changing the volume, too. Like, it goes up and down, up and down, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Hope everybody's having a great listening experience right now. All right, what's up, Rob? <laughs> That's uh, that, I just did a preview of my new show called the uh, the Slim Show. <clears throat> yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> it tanked. It will be out in Our a couple ratings years. Just fucking dropped. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I emailed Michael. Um, I could actually just tweet out to Xander though. Yeah, that will work too. Just uh, we're not sure if we missed his call or not. I I don't think so. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was Sadie who called. I or? think it might have been. I think it might have been. Um, let me go home to the Twitter home. The Twitterverse. Being a little slow. Just like the show. Here we go. Um, I don't know if I could direct message him. Let me try that first. I know this is riveting radio. Talking about me messing up words, I was at a worked the other day hanging out with a couple of my friends in the break room and uh they're all talking about cell phones so i decided i want to make a corny joke so i go you know i'm working on a new phone it's it's going to be like one of those old rotisserie phones which is you know not what i was going for i meant rotary and i said rotisserie and everybody laughed at me and i felt dumb Tee-hee. <laughs> that's, that's almost as good as... Now, what was it, rot- Robin Show Slim? <laughs> no, there's <laughs> a... a oh, here we go. Uh, all right. Robin Slim Show. Hello. Hi. Who's calling? Hey, this is Rob. Yes, this is. Hey, man, Xander. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Xander? Hey, what's up, Xander? What's this good? is... What's up, Xander? This is Slim, and we are uh, live right now. Oh, okay, great. Now your CD is called uh, what is it? Guitar, Guitar Cadia. Guitar Cadia, name of my album, correct? It's awesome, dude. Um, I, Thanks, man. I, you're welcome. I wanted to ask you, um, in the um, but you you just do guitar, right? Um, I on the album I do guitar and I played uh, bass on one song, but then 
I had session musicians come in and do all the rest of the stuff, yeah. Awesome, yeah, because I was going to ask you who did the vocals on the um, Don Henley song, uh, Boys of Summer, because I love that remake, and I didn't know oh, who you had. Man. That's a friend of mine. His name is Mike Shulo, and he is uh, long since retired from the music world. He is a family man now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is so is great. Um, now, uh, where, uh, who have you performed with, with other musicians a lot? Yeah, uh, I'm in a, I always keep myself in a couple of different projects going on because, uh, for me, it's just, it's kind of healthy. You know what I mean? It's, it's healthy to, you know, kind of expand on stuff. For example, tonight, I apologize for calling a little bit late. We had, uh, we had a band practice for one of the bands I'm in and we ran a little bit over because originally it was a tryout night tonight, but the two people that were trying out worked out so well that we just kept going on some songs and we just ran a little bit over. Oh, um, that's cool. And uh, that, that band's called Raised on Radio, and it is a a Journey tribute act with, you know, like a bunch of, like, um, uh, I guess you could say arena rock medleys. Like, we do, like, a Boston medley and a, a Billy Idol medley, a Queen medley, a Styx medley, but then we play about, like, 12 Journey tunes. And, cool. Uh, we just, we, we were trying out two new people tonight, a, a female vocalist, I'm sorry, female uh, uh, keyboard player who who does lead vocals and a new drummer, and man, they just they just slayed it. Cool. So we were, everything was kind of in the pocket, really in the zone, and um, uh, so it was a good night. And then tomorrow, I got my solo band uh, rehearsal for the Tony McAlpine show on Monday at the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh. So got a busy week this week. So how many bands are you in right now, then? Uh, officially, I'm in two. The, I was in a progressive metal band called Dracus Prime. But we were, um, we're right now we're on hiatus because our drummer broke his ankle, and oh. um, he, he had a really bad break. So uh, well, he doesn't need an uh, ankle to drum. Yeah, you do. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I don't know anything about does drums. He, does he play the? Uh, does he use a double bass or does he use just the uh, single uh, single bass drum pedal? No, no, he's he's a double bass player. I mean, for progress, I mean, he's very much like in the Dream Theater, and that's what a lot of our original stuff sounded like. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, so, so we're taking a little bit of a break right now uh, with that band. Yeah, you kind of have like an '80s. Like a couple of people asked me, like what your sound was like. It's kind of like an '80s uh, metal sound. I like it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it, it is kind of a metal uh, '80s metal sound. Um, just there's a little bit. There's some hints of some modern stuff in there, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like some. There, there's a, there's an element of uh, you know of, of like a modern uh, modern sound in there. Mm, definitely. So, what are your uh, favorite bands? Like, what influenced you and stuff like that? I mean, I guess throughout the years, I mean, I have to say that Journey is probably my all-time favorite. Um, but uh, Dream Theater, they, they're they're a pretty close second. Um, I'm still a huge fan of Whitesnake after all these years. Uh, uh, big fan of Racer X, um, and, and then some. You know, and then a lot, a lot of the bands, you know, like from the power metal, you know, area like uh, Fair Warning and Stradivarius and Sonata Arctica, uh, a lot of foreign bands like that. I mean, I, I love a lot of that stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, Nightwish is one of my favorites. They're great. Um, and then, you know, from, from the 80s, though, I mean, I still like some of the hair metal stuff. I like White Lion. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Boston. You know, not hair metal, yeah. but they're real. Um, you know, so I mean, they, they kind of go all over the place. I mean, if they have like a catchy guitar solo, then that was really pretty much what attracted me to the band. You know? Yeah. Now it said you were in a movie, also. Uh, what was that called? Hair, uh, hair, hair. I go again. 
I'm actually I'm doing the uh, movie score for that, and I, and I, I was interviewed for it too. Wow. Like I have a I have a small interview in it, so that was a really cool. Uh, it's a cool experience. A friend of mine's making it, and um, uh, it's still in process right now. Okay, is it about uh, hair bands? I, I take it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because that's we all. It, coincidentally, uh, the guy that's doing the movie, Kyle Kruger, him and the guitar player were in a band. Um, there were a bunch of bands in in, uh, in the west coast of Florida where we all grew up together, and I was a little bit younger than they were, so I, I wasn't quite in the band scene yet. But they were. Um, they they kind of got back together to do you know sort of like a uh, you know kind of a tribute to it. But it, as it turned out. It's it, it's now more along the lines of saying, "Hey, we want to get out and just do one last gig before we get you know, before we get too old." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, also, when you tour, uh, how do you tour? Do you tour with the band or, or alone? Well, we try to. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard, you know. With a, I mean, you know, at our age, you know, we're all like professionals now. We all have like, like real jobs and stuff, which kind of sucks. But yeah. Um, but uh, so sometimes it's hard to get out. I mean, weekend warrior stuff isn't, isn't too bad. You know, we can do some pretty cool stuff. You know, just getting out on the weekends. But it kind of has to be worth our while. I mean, if there's not, you know, there's there's been times when we we went out and there really wasn't enough money. You know, we we started putting money out of our own pocket for it. And I know you mm. kind of have to pay your dues, but yeah, you know, some stuff was a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. So, so sometimes, like for example, I'm going out of town this week. I'm, I'm flying into Denver on Friday and I'm playing a, a, an event called Skullfest out in North Platte, Nebraska. And, um, uh, I'm, I'm just playing the backing tracks for, uh, for that. Okay. And, uh, because I mean, as a guitar player, you know, I, you know, a big part of my heart lies in instrumental music. So, yeah, uh, I'm really just, you know, kind of sticking with that right now. Cool. Cool. Cause it said, um, in your bio that you've toured, um, in, in the Midwest a lot. And then, the NAM uh, Metal Jam in LA. Yeah, uh, we're doing that again uh, this coming year. Uh, it's going to be in Anaheim this year, so it's going to be a little bit closer to like where the NAM convention is actually taking you know taking place and stuff. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, we're doing that again. That's, that's always that's always a fun show. That's cool. Do you play any other uh, instruments, or is it just guitar for you? Uh, I play other instruments, but nothing nothing live and nothing in other bands. I mean, I'm you know I, I love playing drums, but I kind of suck at you know. I wish I, I wish I played drums better. <laughs> um, they, uh, I mean, I do play a little bit of keyboards, but again, I'm not that great. It's just, I, you know, I'm very much, uh, very much of a, you know, just a kind of a hack with it. I mean, just kind of like laying textures down, stuff like that. Um, play a little bass, you know, here and there. Uh, I can sing a little bit, uh, but mostly, you know, guitar is the main thing. Yeah. How, how long have you been playing guitar for? 32 years now. Oh, well. How many uh, how many guitars do you have, and then like what kinds do you like? Like, what are your favorite guitar brands? What's your favorite guitar? Um, well, I mean, I, I endorse a couple, like a couple different companies. Mm -hmm. uh, I should say I'm endorsed by a couple different companies. Um, I have a signature model through a company called David Thomas McNaught. He's a boutique builder out of North Carolina, and he builds the um, uh, the Xander Demas signature guitar, which is kind of cool. That's um, cool. And you can buy that off of his website or, you know, like any dealer, uh, you know, you can you can get it from there. Um, I also just started working with uh, Brian Moore Guitars again. I worked with him years ago, and I'm uh, endorsing them again. And I have a, I'm part of it, what's called an Artist Ambassador Program. And what that program does is it allows um, 
uh, they, they're making me like a, one of their guitars, like very, you know, kind of special, you know, just uh, sort of like a custom, one-off custom. And um, they're marketing it as like a, a, a Xander Demas artist model. Now, it's not like a, it's, it's one of their guitars. It just has like little traits and, you know, characteristics that I like in an instrument. So, um, if, so it's not like I have, you know, two guitars built by two different companies that are competing with each other. They're two different companies, two different types of instruments. Um, but I also play guitars from Sir out of California and also Conklin out of Missouri. Um, and those are my kind of over the top, you know, crazy guitars. Like I have a 26 fret eight string from Conklin. I have a 36 fret on the way from them. It's under construction right now. And then I have, um, uh, like, you know, like Sir makes more traditional guitars like Kelly's and, uh, Strat style guitars. And that's what I... When I do the instrumental stuff, I usually play like six strings. So that, that, I usually play those guitars. You know, like Brian Moore and Sir are the two guitars I normally play when I do like a lot of the instrumentals because my, my instrumentals aren't really like seven string or eight string. They're mostly like six string stuff. So do you, uh, uh, it just depends on what project I'm in is what, is what I'm, you know, what guitars I use. Yeah. Do you compose all your own music? <clears throat> uh, some. I do, I do some, I do some uh, covers here and there. Um, but uh, I mean, for the most part, uh, yeah, I do. I do pretty much write all my own stuff. Cool. And now, uh, when you first got into guitar, did you teach yourself or did you take courses? Um, I did a little bit of uh, pretty much. I, I, I'm gonna have to say a little bit of both. I mean, I taking lessons is a great. It's a great thing to you know to um, just kind of expand your palate. Um, you know, sonically, so you can, you know, you might say, well, I'm going to take this, like, uh, I'm going to take a lesson as a country guitar player, and then you can apply that to, you know, to other uh, to other things that you're doing, and, and it's kind of smart to do that, so, you know, you, um, I'll do that once in a while, I might take a blues lesson here and there, I take a jazz lesson, um, you know, I mean, I, I think that you kind of, so, uh, here's, here's, here's another good example, like, there's things that I, back in the 80s when I started playing guitar, and sometimes, even the guitar teachers couldn't figure them out. So I'm, I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm like, oh, I can hear these three notes. And I start playing them, and I'm like, well, I don't know how to play these except for this way. And, um, you know, you end up doing something a little bit different, which is kind of cool. I think a lot of guitar players will welcome that because I'll tell you one thing I am not. I am not the guy that you want if you want me to play something note for note, tone for tone on, you know, in a band. There's a lot of people out there that can do that, and I applaud them. I just don't have that. It's not that I don't have that kind of discipline. I would rather at least somebody listen to me and say, that sounds like Xander. Not, that sounds like George Lynch, or that sounds yeah. like Eddie Van Halen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I see, that. That's a, that's a lot of the thing. Like, I, I personally like to hear each and every guitarist. Like, when I listen to music, I like to hear each and every guitarist's own style, not just, you know, them replicating the same thing over, you know what I mean? Like... Mm. Right, and I have no problem with people that can do that. I really don't. I, I think it's I think it's great. Oh yeah, um, you know, you know what I mean. I just like I play, I'll play a Neil Sean solo from Journey note for note, but it's going to sound like me. You know what I mean? Like the tone of my guitar is going to sound like me. It's, uh, I'm not going to sit there and try to dial in his exact you know sound because I just you know I don't think the audience cares. You know, the right. audience, you know, like, if I, if I, you know, Don't Stop Believing has a very specific solo. If you, if you deviate from that, then people are going to be like, what the hell is he doing? Mm. But 
you know, like for example, I if I'm playing it on my seven string guitar, well, Neil Sean doesn't play a seven string guitar, but if I'm playing it on that guitar, I'm still going to play the same notes, but it might it might sound more like imagine like John Sykes from Whitesnake is playing it. You know what I mean? Um, it's he's playing the same exact notes. I mean, I like that kind of thing. I like to see people's takes, you know, on certain uh, you know on certain tunes and. Um, uh, you know, and I, I believe me, I've gotten my share of arguments with, with other bandmates over that. I mean, there's been some bands I've been in where I'm just like, dude, you got to do it like the way it is on the album. And I'm like, well, go find another guitar player because it's, I'll do it the way it is on the album, but it's, it's going to sound like me. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, that's just the way I've always been. <laughs> that's cool. It just makes it more personal and it becomes more of a powerful thing, in my opinion, when yeah. it is like like that that's cool now uh over the years have you met any like uh musicians that you have admired uh quite a bit i mean uh, i've been you know very lucky i think over the past you know like five years since i started taking my uh, music career a lot more serious um you know it was some pretty cool moments i uh got to play miles away with uh, kiplinger on stage uh acoustically and um you know i love I, I loved winger in the 80s and 90s and stuff, and uh, you know it's a shame that they got trashed on Beavis and Butthead, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, they, they, they suck Butthead, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I love them. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of people don't realize that they are grossly talented. And I yeah, they're awesome man. And um, cool, man. Uh, so I got to do that, and you know, I met him and hung out with him. He was you know a cool guy. Well, a lot of the, um, I think one of the highlights. I was a gigantic Striper fan in the 80s. And uh, we just, my band just opened for them in gym here at Pittsburgh. And he had a really, really good show. Um, you know, it was a sold out gig. Uh, we sold some merch. Um, nice. You know, met a lot of people. A lot of people were like, wow, we you know, didn't expect to see, you know, a progressive rock band opening up for Striper, but you guys killed it. Yeah. You know, it, it was a really great experience. The only thing that kind of sucked was, um, didn't really get to talk to the guys at Striper that night because it was a smaller venue and they, they wanted a lot of privacy and stuff like that. So, okay. you know, that's, that kind of sucked. I wish I could have hung out with more. Right. Yeah. All right, Xander, we actually got to uh, we gotta let you go just because uh, we have another interview very soon and she's been... She's we calling kind of... all night and when we called her. And <laughs> yeah, because we just can't get crazy. the time right. You know, yeah. she's a uh, different time <laughs> oh, okay. zone, so it's all confusing. So why don't you uh, let the people know where they can find you and then we're going to let you go. All right, man? No problem. Uh, you can check me out at xanderdemos.com, X-A-N-D-E-R-D-E-M-O-S.com. Look me up on Facebook. I'm very easy to find. Uh, and thank you guys for having me. Sorry I had to dial in late. I just um, I, I didn't mean to put you guys off there. Not a problem. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Take you care, too. man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you want me to stay in and pick up the phone when she calls? Yeah, I would just <laughs> stay on. Yeah. Jeez. She's, She's going to be angry at us. Riled up. <laughs> wow. He was cool. I like talking to yeah, that guy. He was cool. Uh, I felt bad cutting him off, but I know, I know he felt bad calling late. I just didn't know. I didn't know if I told him the wrong time. That's why I was like, Right. But yeah, so it was Sadie then who called us at the wrong time. Cause I told, but I told her the wrong time. Right, <laughs> we're, we're all. Uh, I'm still recording, I guess. Oh, yeah. did Dave text me? No, of course not. Dave just bailed. Uh, who do we got? Oh, Michael Strover, you got us. So what's up, Pete? Yeah, nothing much. So I guess Dave was like, "Oh, I had to bring my drop my mom off somewhere," and then I decided, then uh, I decided to go home and sleep. I I guess he told me. 
oh, I got to go home and like take a shower, and then I'll come over, and then I didn't hear from him again, so I'm sure I'll hear from him. But that's it, Dave. You're done. I'm not inviting you on the show anymore. You lost your opportunity. No more uh, promoting anything for you. No more. <laughs> so what did you think of that guy we just talked to? That that was pretty cool. I, there, there's a couple more questions I would have liked to ask. Yeah, that's what I figured, too. It's like, I kind of felt bad, too, that we uh, he got late and, you know. Uh, so yeah, I figured you had a, you had a lot of really good questions. It's like I would have never thought to ask him about like what kind of what was his favorite guitar or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Like I, I don't always, know. I, lo- I love you know I love guitars. You know, so. I don't really know much about like music and musicians, so I just have like a set amount of questions that I ask any musician that we end up you know like do you compose your own music? Uh, how long have you been playing that instrument for? You play any other instruments? <laughs> I, I, I should really start a a metal. And rock and roll blog, a metal and rock and roll blog. Yeah. You probably could. I mean, like, because I'm knowledgeable about the subject. You yeah. should just get in hold with uh, Jamichael, who we talked to earlier, who's got that website running. You could probably do that. Plus, it's so easy now to start like a website and a blog, and it, it uh, you know, if you do it as like a hobby, or even just, dude, you got all the equipment right here. Do a uh, rock uh, fucking uh, podcast, you know? Yeah. You could do that. You can do. You could probably set it up like old school radio. Where and people will listen to it too, even though like it's not live. But what you can do, or you can do it live, because we have the technology to do that. But the way you would do it is you open up with a song, and then you talk for like five minutes, ten minutes, and then you know talk about the next song you're gonna play and play that. And your whole format can just be like song, five minutes of talk, three songs, five more minutes of talk, wrap up song, uh, five minutes of talk, and then that's it. And you can do like I a just, music, like a rock show. And then you can try to get a hold of people. Like if you get involved in the Twitter, you can get like actual musicians like we do. And not even just with the Twitter. Like if you sign up to the sites uh, that we have, you can get musicians. So you can do interviews in between yeah, the music yeah, yeah. you play and stuff like that. But I would help you out. And I wouldn't like, I won't be like a co-host or anything, but I can help you out with the production and stuff of it. I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you do it once a week, you know, so it's not... Because uh, I mean like... It sucks because the the metal scene. He didn't call yet. Oh, okay. The metal scene yeah. around here really is dead. <laughs> he and P and I have been doing a great podcast though right now. So it's a, it, yeah. it really is dead, and it's 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 refreshing when you see like a good. What the metal scene like in this area yeah, alone, this area, or just in the, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not good. It really isn't. Everybody wants to do like what what are, well, what, what are the doing, kids doing nowadays? Oh, they're all just it's a bunch of kids screaming in in a firehouse, you know. And it's not no, even the good kind of screaming, like you know, like you got your cradle of filth. You well, got I your... liked like my buddy Matt Johnson, who we had on. I like his stuff. His stuff is yeah, actually yeah, his good. stuff was actually like he, he is... mixes the screaming with you know like actual he, like singing. He is definitely, I, I definitely have respect for his band. I like I like I said, I listened to his stuff, and that's not even the type of screaming I'm talking about. I'm talking about this emo, crying, whining bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like for instance, I I, I know people I. People might get on me about this, but I hate that band Detroit. I think they're the whiniest. Yeah, I never, I never listened. They're, to that. they're, they're a whiny fucking. What were, what were one of their songs? You know, I can't. I you couldn't can't even, even name I don't know, one of I don't their know songs. I, I, about a I guess I had to look up a trio now, and we'll listen to an a trio song. No, while we're waiting. Mm-hmm. I think I it was one of Guitar Hero. I was like, yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah. Is they're, this they're, shit? they're they're terrible. They're they're just they're. I mean, they, like I heard of them. I just don't. I won't recognize one of their songs unless I actually. Like you have these kind of poser type kids walking around thinking you know oh poser. this is metal no. what's a poser type kid like what what do you mean uh, just somebody who's just like fake about the scene you know what i mean they're, they're, 
they're into one fad. They're into one fad, and as soon as it's not cool anymore, they... So it's just like they only like this because other people like yeah, it. And as soon much. as other people yeah. stop liking it, then, you know, they'll stop liking it. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that, uh... There's a lot of people that are unfairly called posers, you know? Right. I, I think it's an overused term, actually. Like hipster. Oh, like yeah. everybody's considered like a hipster now. Yeah, yeah. Like I got mad when I found out that apparently craft beer is now a hipster, hipster thing. It is. Yeah, we've been I've drinking, been drinking craft yeah, beer yeah, way before both of us the word have, hipster yeah. was You're even a, a word. fucking hipster. <laughs> it's a queer. Hipster. <laughs> the new word for queer. Beer. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. This is some good music. Yeah, I like this. See, it starts out. Starts out all cool and metally. We're gonna get kicked off of YouTube for this shit. Yeah. It's like an old, uh, like TV show from the 90s theme song. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a big fan. I mean, if you like them, I'm not gonna. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't like that yeah. voice. And they say this takes me yeah. home and I do need it. Right. I mean, if you like them, you like them, but I mean, from Where's my... Where's Sadie? Does Sadie bail out on us now? Alright. I'm not a big fan. Drunker for Sadie, because she's <laughs> on that level. <laughs> I'm going to get a another, uh, another water good, or soda or something. Another good example of a, of a screamo, or one of those bands that I can't stand. Asking Alexandra, Attack Attack. Asking um, Alexander? What the yeah, hell is that? Yeah, Asking Alexandra. Oh, there's a call. Alright. Robin Slim Show. Hi. Hey, how you doing, so, Sadie? You called in the right time now. Yeah, hi. We're, we're good now. We're on the right it. time and everything. <laughs> it's just been all mixed up. It's been our fault, your fault. Just uh, we don't we don't know what we're doing here. We're just we're just getting excited, blowing our load early. That's okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it happens. Happens to the best of us. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What so are I, you? I, I, uh, go on, go are on. Are you guys on the East Coast? Yeah. Yes. Yep. We are. We're in New Jersey. East Coast represent. Dirty Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Mm -hmm. All right. Where are you at? The West. I'm in California. Nice. I'm in LA. What's the scene out there? Well, it, it, it's been, I tell you, uh, you know, it, it, it's been hot. We're starting to cool off finally. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you, you're, a, you're an actress? <laughs> I see you guys really did your research. I did. Wrong turn six. <laughs> Last yes, resort. Yes, I'm an actress. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to talk about acting, yeah, bro. She yeah. She's having fun. What? <laughs> have you ever seen a wrong turn movie no i've never have isn't that the one with the, the i think i see the first one where the it's the psycho they take a wrong they literally take a wrong turn and there's a bunch of psycho hillbillies trying to chase yeah. them or something yeah <laughs> is the sixth one yeah. like the is it the same plot for the sixth one no Oh. No, actually, Fox bought the the franchise, and um, it's kind of this doesn't normally happen on a number six, but they kind of reinvigorated it and decided to you know 
give it a big kick in the ass and do something really special with it. And they got a new director, Valeri, and um, they uh, got a new writer, Frank Rebirth, and, you know, decided to give it a little bit of folklore behind the whole series and do it as a tribute. You know, the fans have, like, stuck by this series, like, you know, um, nothing else. I mean, yeah. you've got a really diehard fans. And the first one had Elijah Dushku from, um, you know, you I know who she is. Yeah, from uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Buffy and Angel and uh, Dollhouse. Do. She's the main character of Dollhouse. Yeah, she was. Yeah. A, I like her daughter in True Lies though with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah I'm a big ah. Whedon fan, so I've seen like all that stuff. Um, so now, yeah. are, are you yourself a, a fan of the Wrong Turn series? Yeah, I mean. I mean, listen, these, think like Saw. I mean, these, these, mm. the kills in these movies are just crazy. They're like way over the top. It's like as gory as you could get. And the first one was really genius. Um, and then the other ones were a lot of fun. I think that they were heavy on the kills, but they weren't real heavy on the storyline. You know, um, mm. it didn't mean that they weren't really cool. Um, and I, number six kind of goes back to being really great on the kills. Um, it's very sexy. I mean, this one's probably one of the sexier yeah. ones. Kind of There's like some theory. nudes in it? Are you, are you naked in it? <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Oh, all right. I'm going to have to get yeah. this. <laughs> There's a lot of nudity in it. Oh, okay. Uh, have you been in did any... I get a, did I get a one? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your nudity one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it is. Yeah. Yeah. She gave it a name, man. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> sent me a screener yesterday, you know, which is cool because you're like, you know, you do the nudity and you're like, okay, how much nudity am I going to... You know, I, I don't have like a big... I don't have a Gaping big thing asshole. with doing nudity. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like once you pop your cherry doing nudity, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, you're like, okay, I did nudity. It's great. And people make, a, like, a huge big deal about it. But I'm like, you know, if you go to Europe, like, there's topless beaches and it's not that of a deal. Um, you know, and sex scenes to me are like, you know, they're kind of wild. They're like dance scenes in a, in a way. And it's, it's more about like jumping in the cold end of the pool. Like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Like, I agreed to do it. I have to do it. Um, you know, I've done a couple episodes of like a Playboy series where it's like simulated sex, and I did, um, you know, a couple Skinamax movies. You know, um, and so you're like, okay, like. I know what this is. Uh, this is kind of crazy because we filmed it in Bulgaria, and normally you have a closed set. You know, it's totally like meeting. Everyone has to leave, and only like the camera guys there, your sound guy, and like absolutely the necessary people. And like, you know, my first, you know, one of the first scenes that I had to shoot. 
like we're in the middle of the forest and there's, you know, background and then there's like 150 crew members and we're in the middle of the forest and I'm like looking around going like, oh, how the fuck do you close this set? And the producers are still laughing. And they're like, yeah, we ain't closing the set. And I go, you guys are assholes. <laughs> no. It was like, is Anthony Eilat, who is, um, you know, he's the lead in the movie, you know, the, the guy in the movie. And he's, and he's a fabulous actor, and he's never even done a love scene before. And he's like, you know, what do, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? And I, I said, you know, I don't want to give it away too much. He said, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was laughing. I saw. I was looking up on IMDb earlier, and I, they say that you're five seven. Do they say that for every actor or actress on there? Like the height? <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Okay, I'm five six and three quarters. So I really am five six and three quarters. I was quarters. like, that's why the fuck do they have that up there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do I even do? Five six and three quarters. I'm I'm legitly five six and three quarters. I don't think I've started shrinking yet. But, um, yeah, five seven is like the goal height to say, but um, I rounded up a bit, like a quarter of an inch. <laughs> 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 now I got a question. I got a question. Growing up, were you a big fan of horror movies? Like, did you used to like watch a lot of like horror, like Jason, Freddy Krueger? Yeah, you know what's funny is I like I always watch Twilight Zone and I watch Tales from the Crypt and Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, oh, I love Tales from the Dark yeah. Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that show Monsters? It, it was like it had the puppet monsters and it would start off like the intro and oh, the, yeah, the, um, yeah. the monster family would be like watching. Um, they'd be like, Mom, Dad, and they'd be eating the popcorn. I like that. And then my, my neighbor was set. And her mom, like, my mom started saying, like, you can't watch scary movies anymore because you're having nightmares. But then my neighbor, you know, uh, her mom really likes scary movies. And they would be like, you know, we're watching scary movies. So you're watching it. You don't tell your mom. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, 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 I want to. And um, so I, I've always liked scary movies. I've always been terrified by them. And being scared is something that's, really easy for me to do like i mean i can get my whole body shaking like like i don't like sleeping and go seek even as an adult like, <laughs> like if you say i'm gonna like scare you and the next five minutes i'm gonna jump out at you i like you know i have a son and if my son like jumps around the corner and goes boo I'm like so pissed off at him <laughs> <laughs> i remember i did this with Stop my dad it. once he fucking thought he was gonna have a heart attack I hid in the fucking hallway. I was just jumped out and screamed. He's like, never do that again. <laughs> never do it. Oh, my son has like a little scar on his forehead because he scared me and I threw a set of keys at him. <laughs> These are like things you don't do. I'm a very jumpy person. And like, years ago, a movie that didn't get released years and years ago um, called Hearts of Darkness that... I don't know what happened. I mean, sometimes this happens in talking like seven years ago. They had me like, I was supposed to be like running down this hospital corridor, which was so scary. It was an abandoned hospital. Wow. And my retarded 
Oh, I, I, I don't think I'm supposed to say that. Mentally handicapped brother. Is, <laughs> he's like in overalls covered with blood. <laughs> he's supposed to be like chasing me and I'm dead, but I don't know I'm dead. And the director like sets me at the end of the hallway and then has him on the other side. And then he says, you know, okay, you know, quiet on the side rolling action. And I start running and like literally I'm just sobbing, running down the hallway and the director goes, cut. He goes, are you okay? What's the matter? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm doing the scene, and I'm like, my whole body is shaking. And he goes, I thought something was wrong. I said, he's chasing me. I got his arm. He goes, wow, that's really amazing. I go, I hate being chased. Like, I, the idea of it freaks me out. Like, I, it doesn't take me a lot of time to get there. Um I don't, I don't know. I I just I finally got to see Wrong Turn yesterday. Fox sent me a Spooner copy, and um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say if I'm the bad guy or the good guy. Um, they sent me the screener, so I'm. I don't know if I'm giving anything away, but mm, you know, alert. I didn't have to. I didn't have to be so scared in this one. Let me just say it ah, that way. I like that. Right. That is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. That does sound cool. Were you in any of the other wrong turns, or is this the first one that you did? No, this was the first one. And and this one, you know, when, when it came to the audition, they didn't even tell us. Because you got to remember, like, I know there's some people who haven't heard of the series, and then there's other people who are like, oh, my God. This is, like, my favorite series ever, especially yeah. internationally. So it's, like, got this huge cult following, and people love it. So um, they were really secretive when the audition came out. It was like, you know, this is an, an audition for a series that a very popular horror franchise. And so they wouldn't even tell us what it was. They wouldn't release the script. And, you know, just from the size I got, I was like, oh, this is really fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really fucked up about this. Like, like this is not a normal script. You know, this isn't like, you know, especially Frank really did some weird stuff with this. So it's not like, okay, kids are in the woods and they got lost and it's normal. And there's some like really nice twists and turns. Just like, I mean, there's so many times you, you know, when I finally got the script, I was like, no, <laughs> this is so wrong. Like, this is, this is bad. Like, That's how we, I feel about bad. the show on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. Everything I do for the show, it's like, why? What's wrong with me? I, like, like, there's, there's one kill in this that, like, I didn't know. And, like, one of the other actors never mentioned that's how he got killed. And I was watching it, and I was like, I cannot believe that this <laughs> that's what I was going to ask are there any surprises when you do a film like are there any anything they keep from you like just so you know it's 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 fresh well you don't you know what it's like you shoot your days we're in Bulgaria you shoot your days it's kind of like mm. you know you're tired because you're shooting long you know you shoot long ass days and then when it's not your day to shoot they're like, you know, they're at the hot springs. We were shooting at castles and hot springs. I mean, this definitely is, um, 
you know, this isn't a low budget film. I mean, it's, yeah. this is a, a bigger budget. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty sweeping in that way. So, um, it, I mean, so, you know, you're like, oh, when I saw it, I was like, I don't even know what went on in half the thing. So there's some scenes that I was like, oh, oh that's what they were doing. Oh, it's crazy. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a lot of love scenes to be like, oh, she looks pretty damn good. <laughs> she did a really good job. Or there's just times when you're back getting your makeup done or, you know, getting destroyed or whatever <laughs> that you get to see stuff and you're like, wow, that's, that's really crazy. Um, you know, some stuff I've, that I thought would make the cut, I, Fox, I mean, there's some stuff that I think was just too crazy that Fox kind of, I mean, it's pretty crazy. There's some stuff that I was like, I wonder why I was like, oh, Fox didn't let that happen. It's too much. It's already gotten unrated. So, um, you know, they had to, I guess, put, you know, put the, they had to put some lines in the sand somewhere. Um, but yeah, you kind of, you kind of know. I mean, in all films are like that. Uh, where you, you don't get to see certain scenes at all. And, yeah. And, you know, and you're like, oh, that's how that works. That's a, that's why I got to that scene, you know. <laughs> and I, I'm part of the the hillbilly clan, you know. So I, I'm not part of the the kids who come in. <laughs> you have so a plaid, a plaid like shirt stuff. on that looks like a tablecloth. <laughs> I have this I have this Amish looking outfit on. You know? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with all my wardrobe choices, but it works for the character. You know, you know it's it's a pretty funny thing. It's like you know you're watching, and you normally have enough time in between when you see something. So when you finally see it, you're like you forget that you even shot certain certain stuff like oh my god that's it and you know there's one scene too like where you know i'm just looking out at nothing it's so crazy the magic of of movie making and i didn't even know what i was looking at and then i realized i was like looking at them and like you know in in the hot springs you know Hmm. i think they were having sex or something I was like, oh, that's what I was looking at, walking away evilly or, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, and and you would never know. Wow, yeah. It's kind of crazy like that, but that's the crazy thing about movie making. Yeah. So now, do you just just act in horror films, or have you been in all kinds of different genres? Um, You know what? I've been really lucky that I've, I've kind of skipped around genres. Um, you know, I did a movie that just got released at, at Best Buy, and I think it's going to start trickling in. And it had a theatrical all the way last summer, not this summer, but the summer before. It's just been slowly rolling out. It's called Chavez Cage Glory, and that was like a Mexican Rocky. And I was the lead in that with um, Danny Trejo and Stephen oh, Bauer cool. and Robert Miano and Hector H. Zaria. And I played a very sweet, sweet, loving wife of the cage fighter. And then um, I, I did another movie called Meaning of Violence. That's that was kind of like a, a gangstery type of thriller, I guess. 
Um, and I, I have another movie, you know, that I did that was, that I did, that's a horror film, House of Bad. Um, that's definitely um, different than different than Wrong Turn because it's not so gory. I would say that that it was um that this is more this is gorier. And then I just did a movie that I didn't even get to see. I didn't even know it was out on Sci-Fi called Crystal Skulls, and that was um and I, I hope they run it again. That's yeah. um. That's, uh, you know, I played like a, a reporter and I don't have a big part in that. And then um, under the Hollywood sign, I did something in that. And um, uh, State of Desolation is kind of a, a post-apocalyptic film. Um, it's like a zombie film, but it's, it's a drama <sighs> zombie film, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <was> drama. <laughs> Just read something there. Another thing called Unreported that's supposed to be coming out. That's by, uh, directed by Jason Barnes. It's more of a thriller than than anything. I mean, you know, it's funny. It's kind of like, you know, oh, Nipples and Palm Trees. It just got released to Hulu. It just got granted. Um, <laughs> it, it, and that's a good one. There's lots of boobs in that. Uh, and it's a comedy. <laughs> it just got kind of granted like a cult indie, you know, film status. And it has um, Matt James, who is also in Buffy, a Buffy fan. And um, I can never say his name she? right. Huh? What character? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. What character in oh, Buffy? He was an angel. And you know what? Damn it. He, do you remember? He was like the narc who was working with Spike. Oh, he, um. You know? oh, to, I forget the name of the character, Meryl? but I do know Meryl? who you're talking of. Yeah, I think so. I think it was something like that. I don't know. Yeah, Meryl. He was while. really good in it. And, um, and, uh, Aki from Human Centipede was also in it. He was one of the he was the Asian guy who's asked the mouth in human centipede. So uh Hulu just picked it up, you know, it's been out a couple of years and I mean it was made on a shoestring budget and people either love that movie or they hate it. They <laughs> either say, Oh my god, that's my favorite movie and they're like quoting the lines and they're making the T-shirts, and a couple of people have named their bands after it. <laughs> or they go, oh, my God, you know. But everyone has an opinion of that movie, and, and that movie kind of consistently stayed up and, you know, on Netflix for a while um, and has done well. So I've, I've got to skip the genres, and I'm a writer as well. Oh, I yeah. wrote a horror film um, that cool. was released with Billy Zane and Alan McCord. Oh. What happened? The cat. Uh oh. Hold on a second, Sadie. We lost our headphones. We're having a cat issue. Give us a second here. Oh, god damn. All right. We're back. Is that alright? Hold up. Yeah, that's good. Oh, man. Okay, sorry about that. We're we're back now. Um, completely lost track of where we were. So the movie you were just talking about—it's on Netflix. You said that's the Nipples and Palm Trees. 
Yeah, it's on Netflix and it's on Hulu. They just picked it up. I'm totally going to watch it tonight then after we're done doing this show. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'll be curious. Like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, he's from, he's from, uh, she's from New Jersey or New York. Yeah, but, you know, people, people either go like, oh my God, I love it. You know, we made it, it was like this, you know, we did a short together, Matt James and I, and the, and the director, Barn Reynolds, and uh, someone saw the short, and it was just this thrasher short, and gave us money to do a feature, gave Dylan money to do a feature in that. And, um, you know, and then we, <laughs> they titled it Nipples and Balm Crease, which, you know, it's kind of a fun gimmick. Right. And people either fucking love it, or they say, like, what the fuck? Uh, but uh, it's got some fun one-liners, pretty great, and it just, it's like this little film I could, and um, it got a play at um, Jerome Film Festival um, this summer, and it's kind of about this, it's kind of losers looking for love in all the wrong places in Los Angeles, and it's been a, has been a lot of, a lot of fun. It's actually one of my favorite films. We were all sort of fans of Meisner and, and having a lot of fun. We did a lot of long takes with it and tried to be true to it. And it's just a quirky little love story of sorts. A fucked up love story. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm, cur I'm curious. Um, being an actress and being somebody who is open with being like naked, have you ever been in a porno or have been offered to be in a porno? You know, it's funny. It, like a lot of people assume that the movies on Cinemax are real, which I think is kind of a, a compliment. Right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, how can you not know that they're not real? Um, <laughs> which is really weird to me. I'm like, actually, my no. friend Ricky just just sent us that. He said, ask her if the Cinemax uh, are ever real. <laughs> or are they uncomfortably yeah. fake? I mean, people like will write in. I saw like a reviewer on my IMDb put like, I know for sure I saw it in the shadow go in. And I'm like, <laughs> I have, they call it like a snatch patch. It's like a tape <laughs> over it. You know, I'm like, no, I can assure you they shoot it. You know, the funny thing is they shoot the sex scenes in 10 minutes. It's one take. Um, so I'm like, hey, you know, it's, it, if you want to believe it's real, have at it. Um, I did get offered to do Girls Gone Wild, but that is actually girl-on-girl -girl porn, so I turned it down. Have you ever worked with uh, Sam Pepper? Sam Pepper? <laughs> He's a real no. creep. You should stay away from him. No. Uh, I mean, you have to draw the line somewhere. I, You know what? I, I've known porn stars, and if they want to do that, it's not really acting... To me, um, it's a, you know, so it wouldn't do me any good, and, and you don't really make a lot of money doing porn, um, so, I, you know, but it's, it's hey, man, if I'm sort of, I'm like, hey, if that's, if that's what makes you happy, and, you know, whatever what you want to do, like, I don't understand why we give porn stores such a hard time when everyone's watching it. Well, the guy so, always does. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you. everybody, you know, if they want to do porn, let them do porn, you know? If you don't like it, don't watch it. But it's not really for me um, because it wouldn't, 
because I'm an actress. Um, the Cinemax movies I did because I uh, got offered them, and you know, you do like 12 pages of dialogue, they shot, you know, they shot really well um, for for what they are. Um, it's kind of soap opera acting, so it's a it, it's a different kind of acting. It's kind of fun. Um, most of the directors, the directors they do at work in TV, and it's for, it's kind of what they do on the time off under a different alias. Um, and, you know, the love scenes, here's the funny, here's the gag of the whole thing. The love scenes are shot, you know, way shorter than the love scenes I did in any of the other movies. So mm-hmm. everyone kind of exploded on me of like, why did you do that? And <laughs> I didn't realize that they were going to show up on Pornhub and show up on, you know, I didn't know that people would take screenshots, and, you know, for like, that old gag. writing, getting written hard, I, you know, I, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I, you know, the plot line for, for one of them was like, I'm a botanist and I'm really into plants and it's like really sweet. And, Tentacles? You know, like a sweet storyline and I was like well what's the big deal it's on Cinemax and HBO it's, <laughs> you know I'm very naive like oh it's sweet you know it's a I'm playing a sweet character and I'll just do it and I'll be you get to be on camera it's a three camera setup and you know a job's a job what do um, the guys do just tape tape their shit back no, fuck no <laughs> I mean at the end of the day you're like it's another film I did um you know, I I mean, I wouldn't even be opposed to doing, like, maybe one more and writing a book about it, because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think about, like, doing a love scene and, you know, the guy with nipples and palm trees. Jeez. We, you know, we shot that shit for, like, two hours trying to adjust the lighting and everything. Um, <laughs> other people's perception of it and my perception of it, I'm like, I'm like, God, we shot the, the love scene and, you know, the love scene lasts 12 minutes. We did it in one take. It was over. Um, you know, uh, I'm not really ashamed of, of my sexuality. I think there's something kind of funny about it. Uh, everyone's, those, those sets are really professional. I do find it so odd that people are convinced that they're real. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, I'm like, well, maybe that's because we did such a good job. Um, there you go. So I'm like, okay, well, but you know, the fans of those, I always think are kind of cool because I'm like, well, maybe that stops them from watching like Gang Bang Six Thousand, which I don't know is really the best thing to watch not that i haven't seen it but you know i I would rather my son watch you know cinemax than gang bang not not the ones that i'm in they gotta start somewhere the kids then the crazy stuff that we have out so i you know i don't think it's a i don't think it's a horrible i don't think it's a horrible thing the cinemax movies are very light and sweet and kind of goofy they try to do some kind of goofy storyline. Let's save the diner story. by having a car wash. <laughs> 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 I 
I do think as an actor, though, you can't really go and do porn. Right. Um, yeah. Like straight porn. Yeah. It's pretty difficult to make your way back. I, yeah, your you asshole know. is going to hurt. You can't even... <laughs> you can't do much else after yeah. that. <laughs> what, what I mean, then, then it becomes a silly thing, too. It's like, well, what's the point of that? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're sleeping yeah. with someone you don't know. And yeah. Then, right. You know. Definitely. Well, now, when you do, like, a love scene with somebody, I would suspect that, you know, just being human, that both of you probably get horny. Have you ever hooked up with somebody in real life after, like, a, a sex scene just because it or got to, Or are there any like, emotion, emotions well, involved? Well, you just had that, like, I guess what he's asking is, like, you had good chemistry with the person and you just kind of, you know talked afterwards or something you know? no i'm asking if like no, you're not really you know, horny and just you know winning what? is there any I don't realness think I'm really to that? like that i'm kind of goofy i mean i'm goofy because i will tell you a funny story though okay i will tell you a really funny story mm -hmm. i that doesn't really happen to me because i'm a flirty person anyway and i'm i'm being goofy right when I show up on set. I mean, I really love filming and I'm a kind of ballsy chick. So like, you know, the second I show up, I'm kind of, you know, I, I tend to play dominant characters or, you know, so I, I'm messing with everybody on set anyway, giving them a hard time. And they're so nervous about it. <laughs> Everyone's so like worked up about it um, anyway. You know, oh gosh, we have our love scene, we have our love scene. Um, so I, I'm like really scaring the shit out of everyone, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, wait till we have our love scene, I'm going to be all over you. Wait till, you know, and I'm kind of like mind tripping everyone. But one of the first love scenes I did was in a short. And I did the love scene with the guy, and he had never done one. And I, he was a detective, and I was a woman coming into town, and you know, and it was pretty funny. And then I didn't, and then you know, we said goodbye, and it was over, and it was done. And I, like a year later, I'm at an audition, and he's sitting across from me, and like we're just kind of sitting there, and we're like staring at each other for a second, <laughs> and I had this like weird feeling like. Like, he was, like, an ex that I had, like, a one-night stand with, and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and he, like, looked down, and he, he like, really slimmed down because he was kind of sort of fat because he was, like, playing a fat detective. Right. And I looked over at him, and, like, we just started laughing. I said, why do I feel like we had, like, a one-night stand, and I didn't call you? And he started, like, backing up. And he goes, no, I lost weight after that because I was so embarrassed by that. So, I mean, there was definitely that feeling of, like, like we have a weird job. And I, yeah. I do think I've dated, like, I've dated, I've had boyfriends that, that, like, I've come home from filming 15 hours where, like, maybe on the sixth hour I filmed a love scene and then went on to film, you know, nine more hours and walked in and my boyfriend was like totally drunk it's 3 a.m i'm exhausted i can barely breathe and he's like angry you know yeah drunk, i was gonna ask angry, if there's any jealousy here. tears in his eyes you know that the day was torture for him and i'm just like completely like what are you talking about yeah that was like hours ago like 
it was in nothing a lot of scene. Like, this is just my job. And then I started to think, like, what is wrong with me? Like, what? Like, I, I forgot I even did the scene, and you spent the whole day here, like, yeah. agonizing that guy's married. Like, what? <laughs> it's it, crazy. It, it, and it does make you change a little bit. Like, mm. I've done so many lot of scenes now. I'm like, like, God, what is wrong with me that I'm not, like, freaking out? But... You know, it's it's like your job, and you do it, and you go like, okay, it's not it's not that big of a deal. Who, who's you know? your favorite person you ever worked with? In, a In role. general, yeah. Mm, God, that's a good question. Um, I just did. Um, I just worked with Jamie Bernadette in State of Desolation, and she's just a really talented actress. I mean, she's really, really talented. Um, you know, so you kind of like want another actress that that like intimidates you a little bit, where you have to step up your game. <clears throat> um, the entire cast. Uh, there was something really special about the entire cast of Our Turn because um, we were all in Bulgaria together, and that was a new experience. And like Aquila. I, I got to do something with Aquila that I've never got to do on film before, maybe because the budget was bigger, where we got to just, like, really provoke each other and and play with the material a little bit. And it was, that was exciting to me. Um, uh, I think, like, favorite person... Um, it's it's hard. I mean, Matt James in Nipples and Palm Trees would be like the favorite guy, you know, that I've worked yeah. with because, you know, we did these long scenes where, you know, sometimes you'd be like, are we acting right now? <laughs> like, you know, you'd be really upset, you know, and just he's, you know, you're just really in the moment and the way we shot that, and because it was so low budget, um, Dylan let the camera find us. And I, I would, you know, we've been talking about doing another film, of course, with a bigger budget. And there was something about that that was like this very, um, just really magical way of filming. You know, um, Jim Towns is like a director. I mean, just everyone I've worked with has been really great. Um, for different reasons, but like uh, Matt was really fun to work with because he, you know, just picks up. Sometimes you know actors just pick up cues really fast with you, and that's it's really exciting because it's like you're sparking. But that happened to us like at the audition. You know, I went in and and we just started you know hurling these lines at each other, and mm. that was. You know, and that was like Sid and Nancy-ish and, and cool. Yeah. You know. But, and then that doesn't happen all the time. It's like so rare, you know. So, uh, and and there's another actor that I haven't got to work with yet that I won't even say who, but um, that there, I have like a list of, you know, these indie film actors that you're like, gosh, it would be great to, it'd be great to work with him yeah. again or you know, on a, uh, a further level, you know, it, you know, or bigger actors that you're like, oh, that would be so great to, 
to really work with somebody that like teaches you something or challenges you in a way that throws your game off. You know, you get, I did theater before and I had a lot of um, actors that I worked with in my theater little group that, you know, you just, you'd be like sweaty and you're done. It'd be a workout. You know. All right, all right, Sadie. We actually have to uh, wrap this up. So why don't you tell the people uh, where they can find you, and then we'll let you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Sadie underscore Catch, um, and I'm on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sadie Cats, and I'm on Instagram at Sadie Cats. I'm a bit of a loser on Instagram, so you know, help us sister out. We don't even have it. We stink. <laughs> I gotta put more bikini pictures up for Christ's sake. But yeah, um, uh, Facebook, I'm pretty active, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very active on my Twitter. Is like I'll actually write you back. So you know. Cool, cool. And there uh, you go. and your newest movie, Wrong Turn, is when is that coming out now? Uh, it premieres, if you want to come see it in L.A., if you're in L.A., it premieres on the 17th at the Screen Fest at Man's Chinese Theater. I'll be there. There's a Q&A afterwards, and it's free um, in New York. You have to look it up, but there's a free screening. There's a free screening in Austin, Texas, um, put on by Pangoria. So go up to Pangoria to figure it out. And I believe it comes out on the 22nd on DVD. So if you like it, Put some love on IMDb. If you don't, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you going to call us every shit. week? Uh, are you going to call us every week? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. wrong number? <laughs> yeah, wrong number. I'll call you next week. Oops, sorry. <laughs> well, Thanks we, for having me on, guys. Yeah, we thank definitely we enjoyed it a lot. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Have a great night. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. We actually let that one go like a lot longer than usual because I did enjoy talking to her. She was like really cool. At first, I thought she was like a little like. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was a little in the bag or whatever. A little drunk. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe she was, but. But she still seemed like really cool. Yeah. Really cool. She had some good stories. She's yeah. like a lot of fun to talk to. So I don't know what you guys want to do. I mean, we've been uh, we got a a three hour and thirty minute show. So I don't know if you want to wrap it up. If you want to do a cold call because we usually do or. Uh, well, Dave. Call Dave and yell at him. Yeah, we can call Dave. I need a cigarette. All right, well, we'll take a break. Take We're going to call break. our friend Dave, and then uh, that will be the end of our show. David Banner. For bailing out on us. Yeah. All right, what's yeah, up, guys? Yeah, me too, man. Robinson Slim Show, we are back. We're this back. is probably like the longest show. I think we're almost moving into like four hours on it. Once I cut it down, it probably will only be yeah. like three. One but, and uh, a half. So as we mentioned a few times throughout the show, is we were supposed to have my uh, good friend uh, Dave Dave Dusak mm -hmm. on, and uh, I had talked to him. Well, he was on the air last week with us. We called him, and he said, I'll definitely do it. And I got in touch with him today. I talked to him in the morning. He said, yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. And then, you know, I talked to him at, like, 7 o'clock, and he was like, oh, I, gotta, I had to go drive my mom somewhere. I got to take a shower, and then I'll be over. And then we just didn't hear from him. So we're going to call him to see why he's being such a prick. And uh, oh, doesn't want to do our show. So he's snubbing us. He's too big for us. He got kicked out of that Bon Jovi band. Yeah, yeah. Bon Jovi didn't mm -hmm. like him. It's, it's, now he's too big for anyone else. Or Bon Jovi's broad or something. Bon like Jovi's that. wife. I don't know. Mm -hmm. My my phone's actually dead, so I don't even oh, know if we can do this. Oh fuck! We'll have to be quick about it. Yeah. 
Unless we can remember, unless we can remember the number from last week. I or Pete, is your phone on? Couldn't. Um, you have Dave's number. Hold on. Um, I have. Blah 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 blah. Wednesday, October first. That would be the last one of last week, right? <laughs> yeah, I but I think. <coughs> Pete has it. All right, my phone's on for a second. Let's see. Calendar. Yeah, we're looking at a calendar, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the it's one. It's good radio. Calendar. Calendar, calendar Wednesday. Radio. Guys, it's Hashtag us. calendars. <laughs> it's Rocktober on the Rob and Slim show. Rocktober. Hashtag worse than Rocktober. <laughs> Rob and that Slim was, show. That was some, those were some amazing tweets last week. <laughs> I guess what was going on? Uh, Rocktober was trending. was trending. Hashtag worse than Rocktober oh, was trending. He's so. got his, his number. I had uh, five, five, three. 509. 553. Five, five, three. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag worse than Rocktober. Robin Slim. Uh, Did he answer? Nope. I hear what he is. Oh. I don't know where the music is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the music's about. Sounds like country. Is it? I, I, maybe. Mom, maybe? Yeah, I guess so. He's <coughs> not no, gonna he's answer. not gonna answer. <coughs> oh, the Ebola's kicking up. David. Hey, Prick, it's the Rob and Slim Show. Thanks for uh, bailing out on us. Have a great life. Wow. Guess you're, 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 you're not good enough for Bon Jovi's band, and you're not good oh. enough for this show. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's that is. Love you, Dave. <laughs> what a prick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I the dick, or is he, is he the dick for bailing ah. out on us? You don't... You don't do wrong to the Robin Slim show, or you end up like Jay the Sizzle. Robin Show Slim, yeah, you, now you have a diss track. <laughs> or Brad Johnson. Or Sam Pepper. <laughs> or Sam Pepper. How many or views does that piece of shit have? Last I checked, it was 31. And I'll uh, refresh that, and it's 31. Okay. We, we should end the show with a Frankie Tube Sticks video, just in case anybody had missed it. Yeah. We oh, want to make sure we, we really uh, get the word out. Yeah, I guess I'll play it so I can switch me, uh, over I to it. I just clicked on it, so I would wait a second so I could stop it. Sam Pepper moved on. Yeah, okay. From teenage girls to... To grown-ass men. <laughs> the earlier the 30s, the better. <laughs> yeah. He likes to hurt the men in their 30s. Physically. <laughs> Literally. It's at 31 views. Holy shit. That's good. I, I mean, it's good for us. Our videos yeah, do shitty. I guess. Our only, all, we have only two videos that are in the 40s, and that's... Uh, the one with Big A and the one with Samantha Robin. Everything mm. else is like low 20s. Did you ever see that Kabuki video? That thing is like in the 300s. Really? Yeah. This one's, this one's probably just going to grow every day too. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so guys, for anyone that, have, that missed um, earlier, we found out that uh, YouTube, YouTube uh, celebrity Sam Pete, Pepper is yeah. a ra- rapist. And, Pete's uh, friend, Frankie Two Steaks, had a, a, an incident with him. And he retells, recalls the story of the sad day that he was raped by said <laughs> Sam Pepper. All right. Oh, I got to move that over here. Nice one, Frankie. Nice going, Frankie. And here it is. He comes through for the show. Yeah, hi, this is uh, Frankie Tube Steaks, and I want to talk to you about this uh, Sam Pepper cocksucker guy who uh, raped me. <clears throat> he raped me. A week ago, uh, I was on vacation in England or something, and I was at a magazine stand looking at playgirls, uh, playboys, and uh, this cocksucker came up from behind me and jammed his uh, knuckle deep in the ass crack of my pants. So I was like, what, what the fuck, cocksucker? Well, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, it's just a prank. It's okay, I'm Sam Pepper. And I was like, oh, okay. You want to hang out? And he was like, yeah. So I gave him my number, my number, and, and he texted me directions to his apartment. When I got over there, the door was unlocked, so I let myself in. I was like, Sam, I'm here. And then he said from another room that his dog had gotten out. As I ran, as it ran into the living room, the dog, I bent over to grab it, and that's when he raped me in the asshole. You know, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. He's giving my asshole, you know, my balloon knot, a good Roger ring, and mushing my face, just mushing my face into the carpet uh, of his living room that smelled like dog piss. <laughs> and I still have third degree drug burns all over my forehead and cheeks from it. So that's why I, I, I got I to wear the mask, my doctor said. So that's, that's why cocksuckers so uh that you know then he told me it wasn't gay if i pushed back as hard as i could so i i believed him i think that cocksucker lied to me i think he fucking lied not cool not not cool sam pepper then, then, then he did another dirty trick the dirtiest trick of all you know he 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 pulled i guess it was one of his pranks you know he pulled out and he spit on my back so i thought he was finished and when, and when i turned around yeah, guys are uh, guys are full of cum. Just shot me, shot me right in the face. My eyes, nostrils, mouth, everything. It was just everywhere. My ear, everything. It, it was disgusting. <laughs> and, and then he wiped his shitty dick all over my face. Oh fuck! He, he left. He went out. You know. And I was sitting. I was laying there crying for like eight hours, eight eight or nine hours. I'd say not not that long. And uh, <laughs> you know, then I finally got the strength. I, I called the police. And when they got there. You know, they saw my cummy farts, my shit-smeared, rug-burned face, and my raped asshole, and, and they <laughs> the cocksucker. Wow. That's where it belongs. That's, that's rough, man. That's, that makes me cry yeah. every time I watch it. Like, I just... We're sorry, Cringe. Frankie. We're glad Frankie. you're a fan. We're here we for you. We have your back. We do. We're, we do. We're going to we help you, you get through this, bro. <laughs> Whenever you're around. Whenever you're around. <laughs> All right, you kids. call us. Uh, I guess we're gonna, uh, I don't know. Or email us, or snail mail us, Frankie. We're there for you, bro. What's we call Joe Whitehead? All right. Do we have Joe Whitehead's number? I fucking don't. No, I don't think we do. All right, I guess we'll just wrap it up. Ah, earlier messages? What week was that? Older than a week? I don't even remember. Remember? You remember? I don't even know. He's supposed to be in studio, too. Oh, here it is. Blah, blah, blah. We can just randomly call people. No, because I don't want to end up accidentally calling. Yeah. Well, no, that's... I blocked that. Yeah, but I don't trust those things. I don't know. I think we're good. Yeah. All right, guys. uh, Thanks for watching. Uh, 
We're great. Robin Slim Show on Robin Twitter. Slim at Show. Robin Slim Show on Twitter. Uh, go the Robin Slim Show on Facebook. You can email the show, Robin Slim Show at gmail.com. You faggots need to call us. Call us. Uh, the number is. Uh, I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm looking it up 609-891-8896. Yeah. Uh, we're live every Wednesday from 7 o'clock. Well, now we kind of start early on our business cards. It says 7 o'clock, but we try to start around 6.30. So we're live from 6.30 to 10, usually pushing the show to 10.30. Sometimes we'll go to 11 o'clock, depending on how we're feeling and how the show's going. It's so, all for you, you fuck faces. Yeah, check us out. Give us some feedback. Uh, we got prizes and shit to give you guys. You know, you, know yeah. you can call in and give us a good story. Call in, you know, when we have a guest on and act to give us like a question. We've got a lot of great guests. Yeah. And you, you guys are missing don't appreciate out. It. Yep, yep, you don't. You're just jealous. You're all jealous. Butt hurt. They're all, they're all a bunch of losers that are jealous that we're doing something oh. and they're not doing anything. So now they're so not going to listen just, at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just lost any listeners we've had. All right. Love you guys. See ya.